sounds really fun. Yeah, I'm starting it up. Because lately um, the fucking... They've been bad. Yeah, I figured this time around we get something that seems fine. Mm. And... I'm playing Deep Rock as usual, so... Okay, okay. And we're live. Very good. Because the thing that I'm most worried about right now is that uh, whenever you boot up Dark Tide, you know the little launching window? Yep. They've yeah. got news and shit there, and one oh, of yep. them was about the, uh, uh, what is it? The progression carryover. Oh. And um, Fat Shark has said that's like, oh, man, we're going to do everything we fucking can to make sure that that's doable, but we don't know 100% if it will. Oh, so. no. No guarantees there's no wipe? Yeah. Damn. That's yeah, so I tend to play Deep Rock and. That's fair. Because at the moment, we don't know if there's any point in really grinding out a character. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I can understand that entirely. Yeah, so um, I didn't. I hope, because I don't really want to have to get my Psyker back up to level 10 again. Yeah, that'd suck. Mm. Suck real Not that he's bad, but I mean, hey, it won't take as long, considering we won't be fucking having people crash every 10 minutes. That's presumably. hopefully the case, yeah. Uh, let me just make a tweet. Uh, did you see Meat Canyon's video on uh, Elon Musk and Twitter? I did not. Oh, it's pretty good. This is it just like making fun of him. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's just yeah. making fun of him. Yeah, it's not. Um, it's one of his cartoons, so it's not. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not Papa Meat. Uh, you know, talking about it, but it, yeah, it's very yeah. good. It's really funny. Okay. Uh. At least I think it's really funny. Yeah. Uh, D &D. Uh, what am I trying to say on a tweet to make people maybe look at it for like more than half a second? I don't know. Uh, um, you should throw in, spell out what you're gonna like, say what you're gonna say, mm -hmm. and then misspell a word by it with a single letter, and then Ooh. at the end have people, and then have it say, "By the way, one letter, one word in that was misspelled." Gotcha. That's a good idea. I <laughs> <laughs> gotta fucking search it. It's like fuck. Where there's was only I? 140 characters though. It'd be super easy. Well, mm. you. Mm. you <laughs> Immediately, uh, uh. <laughs> I mean, you can find. I'm sure you can pick a word that you just pull one letter out or uh, add another letter in. Yeah. So, like, instead, like, if you say, like, for example, thank you, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just remove the n. Oh, true. Yeah. Okay. And then just make a second post that says, "By the way, one word in there was misspelled." Yeah, 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 yeah. See if yeah. you can find okay, it. Okay. Okay. So, what if I if I take away the i out of starting? Yeah. That'll work. Yeah, that'll um, work. That's a good one. Uh, Alright, and then let me add a few more words. Yep. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Try to hide the puzzle. There we go. I have core, though. Yeah. Alright. Sweet all. Good. Alright. And then I reply to it again, and I go, uh-oh, misspelling, shrug emoji. Find it. <laughs> yeah. That's an emoji? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. 
There we go. There. You know what else was an emoji? What? The movie. Oh, oh you, you're right. That's true. Uh, fucking hell. I hate that, that you reminded me. Yep. Uh, hello, Timothy. How's it going? Hello. Okay. Hello out there. Hello. And welcome back to Table Talk Discussion and Discourse. I, as always, am your host, Alejo, a.k.a. Radon95. Wait, which one are you? Uh, the, the first one, the second one? The uh, one. You know, it's really or up you just... to... You know, uh, the are you, do decide. you actually even say your number? Like uh, ever? not really, yeah. but I, I got used to saying it just in the intro, so yeah, considering it's uh, the channel thing, yeah. Well, anyway, I'm your second host, and I'm playing Deep Rock Galactic because I'm trying to get the fucking Plague Doctor mask before the season ends. Oh, fair enough, yeah. Um, Aiden Did should be here at some point, he said he would be around, so yeah, he said know. he was gonna be early, yeah. And but I, I was said late, I was gonna be late, so. and I beat him here. Yeah, I was I was gonna be late anyway, so I, you know, I was like, okay, yeah. Um, just got done. I'll be able to get in the table or the uh, watch together in just a second. Just fighting. Yeah, off the board. no worries, no worries. Take your time. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry about later podcasts for people out there who are um tuning in live. Um. You know, having to do obligations as well as this time around, also needing to do some quick shopping before yeah. tomorrow because uh, some friends and I are doing a Friendsgiving. So, oh. Yeah, and everybody's like giving bringing some friends. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, I'm giving them food away. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm going to make my one of my favorite meals, beef stroganoff. Ooh. Ooh, nice. I do nice. love me some... I haven't had it in forever, to be fair. Fucking so. good choice, comrade. <laughs> yes. <laughs> duh. 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 Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a good thing. Um, mm. So, thankfully, it took me like, you know, five minutes to go through the store and get the stuff. Um, nice. Or I yeah, actually yeah. had it. Yeah, exactly. Because, so. you know, Thanksgiving. Sometimes, yeah. But... It's all good. So Next. okay, now I'm gonna make my way yeah. to the Uh, so oh, all right, I got plenty of data right now. There's no reason for my connection to be slow tonight. All right, Lux, there you go. Welcome. Um, so tonight we are talking about a couple of a little disparate topics. It's fine. Ah, okay, yeah. Uh, the first one being uh, what your what the best level to start your D and D campaign is. Mm. Which is an interesting thought, and yeah. this video claims that, or at least uh, has a has a claim that there is a best level for Five E. Now, yeah, I was gonna say it depends on your what the campaign's gonna be. Yeah, I I would say just for a general idea, mm. um, I would say probably third is a good yeah. starting point. I would agree. Um, you get your you get to be a character, right? Mm. Um, you have your access to your specific stuff as well as your subclass stuff. Mm, yeah. Um, and and then uh, the the alternative, of course, yeah, as Lex has put it, guess three or five. Five is also another good one. Yeah. Because not if you're to like mention the um, being at a higher level means you're not quite as squishy mm -hmm. for everybody. Mm -hmm. So that first encounter, 
you know, hopefully won't just fucking die to a couple bad rolls. Yeah, exactly. I feel like it'll um, it'll be better for you to make some tougher encounters that feel like there's something, um, mm-hmm. which you can still do with um, lower level stuff. It's just that, you know, you have the for first level, especially you have the fear of killing the players right off the bat. Yeah. And you're like, uh-oh. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, um, but with, you know, third level, it's a lot easier. Plus, again, with that uh, subclass thing, then they can actually feel like, ah, oh, I'm a person. Yeah, That's and crazy. also with, like, uh, if you have players that like uh, spellcasters, they actually have a couple options. Yes, exactly. There's it's there's like, a lot yeah. to do. Because I know that um, in older editions of D&D, you would get one spell, and that's it. Yeah, Yep, one spell, and there were no cantrips. But in five e, I imagine you get a you hell get, of a lot more compared to that. Yeah, you get. Uh, I think it's you start it's with like, either two or three cantrips usually, mm. and then uh, a couple of spells. Like two level ones, I think. Yeah, a couple of spell slots, or at least a spell slot. But yeah. cantrips are really where it's at for five e because they yeah like and. This is something that I'm very pleased with 5e, where they made the cantrips so that they scale with you, you know, yeah. as you continue to go. So they're never useless. They're always something that you can fall back mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Um, they're not the best, but they are something. Yeah, they are not worthless exactly. at a certain point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this video claims, um, what is the best, or at least ask the question and then claims, uh, mm. what is the best level to start your D&D campaign? It's not what you think. Mm. This is uh, the Dungeon Coach. We've covered a couple of his videos before. He's he's got mm. some energy. He's a cool guy. It seems yeah. Um, don't have an issue yeah. usually, uh, but we'll see. Uh, Maybe we will. Does the class matter when picking level? Uh, it would no. Uh, n- uh, like it would be the other way around. Um, yeah, because or. If you mean like when you're starting a campaign and you're you're looking at the classes that you have to deal with for your party, I guess. Um, yeah, maybe. it but, depends on how you want to build your party because yeah. some people like us, we tend to build parties that can fill multiple roles. So like we tend to go for the um, the typical like we should have a tank, we should have a DPS, you know that kind of a thing. Tend not always, but tend. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, have somebody and, who can heal maybe or support at least. Yeah, especially Brogan because he will always be like, "Okay, we've we got a healer. I don't need to be a healer because mm-hmm. I want to, you know, fill more roles." He's very, he's good about that. He's good with the roles. Yeah, yeah, he likes sure. to do different roles, mm-hmm. and that's totally fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can be beneficial. Mm-hmm. Um, three says slay. Yeah, that's that's the consensus that we have at least. Yeah. Um. There's a 1 in 20 chance that it is the level that I think. That's true, Lux. That's true. <laughs> uh, hello, gentlemen. <laughs> this is August. I've hello. arrived to railroad your discussion and tell you that level 19 is the best starting point. <clears throat> there you go. That's the one. God, that'd be like... <laughs> I, I would not. Ugh. One thing that I, I thought of doing for like an April Fool's like one shot is yeah. like, all right, everybody make a level 20 character mm. and then you just have like the easiest shit ever. So it's like, oh, man, oh, yeah, there's like your your quest is to escort some cattle from one farm to another <laughs> and you get attacked by like three goblins. Right. Exactly. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So you like fucking call down meteor storm and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I could see an argument for 20. I so. 
preference is different, right? Um, hmm. If we want to say best in terms of power, it, it it depends on the standpoint that you're looking at, right? Yeah. Um, but I, 20 is a slog. Everyone knows this. <laughs> Either that or you do it in reverse where it's like, okay, everybody make me a level one character and then you're escorting cattle and yeah. then you get attacked by like Demogorgon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be fucking You funny. were actually <laughs> sent here to be uh, sacrificed. That mm. the whole thing. Yeah. Um, Sorry about that. Yeah. It turns <laughs> out your bad guy of level 20 campaign, despite being the heroes, uh, or it turns out you're the bad guy of the level 20 campaign, despite being the heroes, it's because you were too strong for the world and taking all the jobs. Sure. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. Yeah. I like that one, too. Yeah. All right. So let's see if we can find out what the best starting level is. What is the best level to start your Dungeons and Dragons campaign off at? Do you start off at level one? Or is that too boring? Level two, and some people get their subclasses. Level three, that's a super popular. Some people? Some no people. one gets their subclass at level two. Oh. Isn't it clerics? I, I guess, yes. If we're talking about clerics and. Right, I forget. They don't work the same way. I, yeah. Even yeah. at level two, though, they're not really much. Oh, yeah, no, they're not. It's really level three. Yeah. Um,. Some get their stuff at level two, like druids. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, druids too. Yeah. Um, popular one, and I completely see why level three is super popular. Everybody has their subclass, all that cool stuff, and I get it, I get it. But that's not my favorite, and anything beyond that. Oh, it... okay. Well, this is a different standard that we are now working from. Different okay. entirely. Favorite. Oh, it's okay. it's not the best anymore. It's what you like. It's just his favorite. Okay. okay. Well, that's not your the best for title. him. Yep. This is definitely not my favorite. Now, again, this is heavily, heavily opinion-based, right? Like okay. many different people will have many campaigns that started off at different levels and, and they had different experiences the whole time. But for me, my personal favorite thing to start off at is level one. Now, I'd even say I've started oh. campaigns off at level zero. And comment down below if you want oh. me to do a whole little video like this about what, what level zero even is. Because <laughs> um, that's a whole thing. There's lots of different ways you can do it. And those are really fun. But... I would assume, right, it's some sort of character creation kind of thing where it's like you're going through your background, your backstory to get to level one. Yeah. It's like a session zero for you, basically, a personal yeah, one. essentially. That's that's what I would assume. I mean, yeah, sounds sounds fine. It's Yeah, it's fine. This man is a mega chad. He's into level 0.5. That's right. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I I mean, I see there's, there's no problem with starting at level one. Yeah. Um... Very common. I mean, hell, we started yeah. Devils and Dice at level one. Yeah, exactly. If you want to go from the very beginning, like it's it's good for a story, right? Yeah. Um, to get through that whole starting point and then to get to wherever you you get to, you had a whole like life that you have gone through in a yeah. way, right? And it it can be very interesting. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's not. And on the yeah. other hand, I kind of want to be able to like actually be my class. Yeah, that's and my like, thing. I, I'm good with, I'm good with the build up. I'm good with the weight. It's just it depends on what kind of campaign we're going for. I guess just like you said yeah. in the beginning, it's it's if we're action packed kind of stuff, then mm. we probably are leveling kind of faster. Maybe um, yeah. it really depends uh, if your experience or milestone or whatever. This is the other. That's another um, uh, part to kind of go for is. Does it depend? Are you milestoning? Yeah. yeah. Does it depend on if you're using? Are you milestoners? Or... <laughs> are you a milestoner or an experience uh, buff? Um, mm. Like, 
and, and I think that would actually change my opinion of where I want to start because if yeah. if we are going for experience based purely, then I yeah. would definitely want to be in a higher level. Yes. Fucking hell. Start me at three every time. But if we go milestone, I would probably be a more okay with lower at like one. Yeah, because typically after your first major event, you're level two, typically, if you're milestoning. Yeah. Depending on the encounter, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fight a fucking sheep. Might be more than that. Exactly. Um, Why are you like, fighting a sheep, dude? Come on. I, li- <laughs> I like how he said it was his favorite and not the best, per se. Well, so... He didn't say that it was his title, but I it's yeah, the clickbaity title thing, right? And I again, the system makes it so that this is the thing that you have to do. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't integrity. like integrity. Alejo right. integrity uh what's your last name? <laughs> Martinez. <laughs> oh, Alejo Integrity Martinez. He runs right. Tegrity Farms now. That's right, I do. Randy um, gave it up. <laughs> yeah, I gave it up immediately. Um but uh regardless it's like and i'm not saying that this man doesn't have integrity i'm sure like mm. he does but you and... have more no <laughs> all i'm saying is that the system that he has to play to in order to succeed sucks and yes, it sucks that true. he has to degrade that to degrade his standards to that point to need to do it right yeah um and, and to be fair if he doesn't have a problem with it that's totally fine i I get it at this point. We'll just I shame get him, it. right? <laughs> I know. Um, I know. <laughs> but like, I I get it at this point, right? But it's, yeah, it's just so annoying if we don't get this to change somehow. You know? Yeah, it it's not going to. It's not until going to. Somebody else fucking takes over YouTube, and it's not going to happen. Yeah. Um. If only Elon. Why wouldn't Elon buy YouTube? Fuck. God no! Please no. <laughs> Twitter's already going down, I guess. I People say that it's dying, and I'm like, it looks fine to me. I don't understand. Is it's it because still a fucking it's... cesspool, so it's, there's no Yeah, change. exactly. There's no change. I don't see what's going... Is it because it's now losing more money? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I would think that when he signed the tin, he would have understood. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, level 0 is actually very interesting because it's the pure roleplay slash roleplay focused character level since it's all about the basic gameplay without any class related or extra stuff. Tutorial mm. friendly. Oh. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I like that because you kind of get that, that feel for it. And this is a reason, like, I realize that this kind of, it's, it's kind of like... It doesn't really apply very well to the whole video, mm. but this is why I like having uh, skill-based games, because you don't really have to answer this question. True. That's true. Because everybody just starts off with skills, and it doesn't matter your level. Yeah. Or class. Yeah, exactly. Um, I remember a house rule that was being promoted for 3.5 that would limit most of the character growth to level 6. You would still get some of the benefits of higher levels, but I think the HP, the base attack bonus, and maybe the base saves would cap out at whatever it is at six. Damn. Oh, usually that's a plus six, plus one, as far as I remember. Um, Interesting. I might be off, which means you get two attacks if you were to do a full round action. But yeah, um, yeah I mean, okay, that's that's yeah. neat. Um, makes it so that it's not a slog all the time, right? Yeah. Um, and you can just keep being at a like a generally pretty good level because level yeah. six is is decent yeah um yeah that that's the main thing for me is just when you're at these lower levels it just feels like everything takes forever sure it could yeah 
Most of the time, anyway. Doesn't yeah, always, yeah, yeah. but yeah. Um, I do at times just pretend one and two doesn't exist. Fair enough. Yeah. Mm. Uh, higher level spells might have also not been available, but I don't remember if that was the case. That would make sense if they weren't. To be fair. Mm. Um, level one is a good for me, but I will start wherever the party wants. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, can't wait for Elon to buy TikTok. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> No, that's owned by uh, a Chinese company that makes billions of trillions of dollars. They're fine. They would never yeah. sell. Um, come on, Elon. Wait. Twitch is right there for you to snatch away all those hot tub girls for yourself. You know you want to. Oh, mm. God. If he were to cr crash Twitch, it's already dying Like oh, without yeah. him. <laughs> just a fucking just a mercy killing. Shit. <laughs> Which is why so many people have come to YouTube. It's great. Yeah. I'm That's glad, great. because it means that the diversity of the streaming kind of thing is happening, which is good. Yeah. Although, to be fair, it's just Twitch and YouTube as far as I know. <laughs> Nowhere else <laughs> is really a thing. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway. My favorite by far is level one. Level one. Why not? Um, it's part of the story. You want to feel like an underdog. If you already mm -hmm. start off at level three, you already have all these cool things. You're already pretty powerful. Like a level three character is pretty strong like especially when you start comparing yourself to the normal town's guard or normal monsters or whatever like level one you have like single digit hit points maybe like like that i want my players to have been there before right um and one of my best friends is a is a player that that like he wants to start off at level three right because you know i don't have enough stuff i don't have enough things at my disposal i can't do enough stuff i it's good it's boring i only have one or two things and i totally get that and as a dungeon master i have like uh not bought into that, but I've, I've in, in, gone to my players with that to make sure that they have fun. Cause I don't want him to be bored out of his mind for two whole levels. To finally get to level three to be able to do something. Right. Yeah. So that's good. That's good that you're willing to like meet them halfway. Yeah, of course. Um, it, it's, it's a good thing to highlight. Of course, um, your, your party, your table is really going to be dependent on where you, where you're going to start. Obviously. Yeah. Um, and some people might be like, yeah, I, I'm fine with starting at level one because uh, exactly these reasons. Like, I, I get to grow with my character. I get to see what yeah. happens, right? And mm -hmm. all this kind of shit. Um, I mean, hell, um, I remember Brogan usually brings this up. Mm -hmm. But, um, or maybe it's you. I don't remember. Oh. But um, it's the... I want to say one of you had an encounter where uh, there was a pack of wolves like chasing the characters through like the woods or something like that. Mm -hmm. And as a low level character, a pack of wolves, that's that's bad. That's oh, scary. Yeah. yeah. Cause like, you know, you're camping, you actually have to keep watch. Otherwise those wolves are fucking sneak in and yeah. like rip your fucking throat out and you're fucking done because one or two wolves, like getting like flanking and pack tactics. Yeah. Whoa. Bad stuff. You're fucking done. It's yeah. bad. 100%. And so, like, when you're a level three character, that's not really much to worry about. And no. so, you do lose that sense of, like, oh shit, I'm weak. I need to actually be careful. I need to be scared of some things. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. I remember when we started Devils and Dice, uh, I, <laughs> I very nearly killed Brogan's character in the first fight because mm. he was going to like an arena mm -hmm. and I had him fight two goblins. They were yep. very, very weak, yep, yep, but yep. it was still two. So their action economy was higher. Yes. And uh, he got pretty low. He lived, mm -hmm. but uh, it wasn't the best. No. <laughs> it was pretty scary for him, not me. Yeah, right. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> It's not my character. <laughs> right. 
yeah um yeah it, it it there is something to be said about um that that experience of just oh my god everything anything like somebody something could throw a twig at me and i could die yeah, right. it's the like, fucking D and D like basic wizard can die to a cat if yes. they're unlucky. Yep, exactly. It's that same exact mindset, right? Um, yeah. So there, and it's a, it's fun. Um, yeah. Because it's that management that that trying to think of how you can use your abilities that are like very minimal to try mm-hmm. to get around situations, and honestly, for me at least, try to avoid fighting as much as possible. Yeah. Um, because, but I mean, then the thing that winds up happening to me mm. is um, we had a D&D, we had a D&D basic campaign mm. that you were not a part of. That's I think right. you were still in school. Um, I had just disappeared for like six months, I think it was. Oh, yeah, it was that. I didn't know if that was school or what. But um, but you were not present. And uh, I made a magic user, right. which that's what they were called. Magic yes. users, not yep. wizards. Um, and um, my first level spell was sleep. Because oh, yeah. pretty much objectively in D and D basic, that's the best first level spell. It really hundred percent. Yes. Because the thing is, it works on hit die, and so mm-hmm. uh, depending on stuff, you affect different levels of hit die. But when you attack a sleeping character, you can instantly coup de gras them. Yes. Yep. And coup so Super good. it's just objectively the best thing to do. Yes. At those levels, and so that kind of winds up happening in some instances where yeah. I'm level one, I only have this one thing. I better make sure that it's something that will be useful. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it winds up just being that. It just has to be sometimes. Obviously, yeah. depending on the character, it can be different. Mm-hmm. But if you want to survive, sometimes it does have to be that way. Yeah, yeah. And it's for, unfortunate. For those older systems, I think the optimization was really a, kind of a key part of it. In some, yeah, and some so instances. with IV... There's less of a there's less of that because mm-hmm. you know you got cantrips you got yeah, two spells but a lot of, yeah a lot of shit that you can oh mm. uh, let's see uh Facebook streams fellas you can market your low popularity there that's true Ooh. yeah I forgot about that <laughs> all the fucking anti-vaxxer suburban yeah. moms and shit Can't wait. Uh, yeah uh does Instagram do live streaming I think so yeah. I, I think probably. Oh no, they do. Yeah, it's it's just oh. weird. I don't know. It's a weird thing. Um, oh, you weren't listening. <laughs> sorry. I, yeah, I missed it. <laughs> I said I think Pornhub does live streams. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, first level is a bit of a survival horror situation. Yeah. 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 It uh, is. Cat jumps into the wizard's face. Wizard freaks out, falls down, and breaks his neck. Yep. Well, uh, I think in the older editions of D and D, like, a, and when I say cat, I mean like a house cat, like yeah, very yeah, small, yeah, small little cat. I want to say that they do literally one damage on their attack. So if they hit, I think so. one damage. Yeah. Um, and in D and D basic, in the older versions, uh, a wizard has a D four of hit yes. points. Yep. So you have a one in four chance of having one hit point. Yeah. If your constitution is bad, and if that cat hits you, you're fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it's great. Cat fucking jumps up and slashes your throat open with its tiny little claw. Um, second level can be two. I found in multiple systems, anything below level three is survival horror due to the endurance of the characters, not their powers. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Once you hit three, you're, you're fine, right? Yeah, You've you're made good. it. You've gone through the gauntlet of of whatever your life is going to be. 
you're probably going to be okay for a little while. Yeah, you've grown your feathers. Yeah, fly. That's right. Yeah. Um, looks like Table Talk is getting set up on Pornhub. No. <laughs> well, I mean, it's we an can option. just upload it's the out. regular videos there right. and just see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen. I've seen that there are like people have put things up there that were like uh, censored on YouTube just because they like they. It wasn't even anything, right? They were just like fucked. And so they were yeah. put onto YouTube, and it was like, oh, okay. Or, sorry, onto yeah. Pornhub, and it was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So Like, well, I mean, they don't censor anything, so... Yeah, exactly. Gonna... So, huh. Or they at least they wouldn't censor that. <laughs> right. Um, I never saw this guy's videos before, but I feel like I have seen his face somewhere. It's weird. Fair enough. Um, he's, mm. he's one of the more popular uh, content creators, I think. And uh, we've covered a couple of his videos, so you might have seen yeah. him. Um, yeah, he has decent videos. Yeah, proper word for that description. Oh, where they got fucked by YouTube? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Um, each character should have some sort of vision or some sort of class fantasy or goal that they're going after. And if he knows what that third level class is going to be, if this player of yours knows what they want to be able to do at third level, then what happened before that? Let's tell that story of what happened before you were that big and strong, right? Um, what happened before you had those powers? Before that subclass was chosen, how did you become that subclass? That is such a cool story to tell. Mm -hmm. And then when they are that, they're going to feel like they've earned it more and they're going to see why it happened instead of just fast forwarding to that spot, right? So, so I think the other thing that we should consider, though, is that um, after a while, that gets old. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, um, that's the thing. Yeah. I, I'll... I'll at this point, I'm good to go back to it any time, but if I were to do it multiple times over the course of, you know, however many like campaigns. Like multiple campaigns, yeah, yeah, I would be sick of that. I, I would want to be like, okay, well, we've gone through, like, literally, um, this, the the campaign that we were doing on Wednesdays that's on hiatus, we started at level six, I think it was, because that's where we kind of stopped for the, the first campaign that we did, because hmm. we were kind of ah, tired okay. of the characters and stuff. Yeah. Um. So that but way yeah. you don't have to fucking, like, just go back to being weak little bitches. Yes, exactly. Nice. Right? Um, it, That was the whole point. And I was perfectly willing to go back to that. But as soon as they were saying, oh, no, we're going to be at six, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. So yeah. it worked out well for, for that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So, yeah, it, it this all, again, this all depends on mindset. Um. But really, yeah. best yeah, is a, the, mm. an interesting thing to be talking about. Yeah. Again, well, it's, it's not best anymore. It's favorite. Right. It, yeah, it's dependent on the situation if we want to talk best, but if we want to talk favorite, then it doesn't matter. Yeah, right? then it, it, Which it, I'd, I'd rather it. stick to situational, um, which yeah, is why I'm going for that when he's talking about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about Robocop right now, though he kind of didn't survive, but my brain went there. <laughs> yes, yep. Yeah, and that, like, that's the problem that I have. Where, yes, we have this fantasy of where we want our character to end up, sure. but I don't really want to build up that fantasy and get my hopes up just to, you know, die to an unlucky crit, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's Because that's then it just feels like that time was wasted. Yeah, that that absolutely could be the case. Because I yeah. know that you have a lot more um, uh, uh, attachment to characters than I do. Yes, I um, get very attached to my characters because I yeah. put I put a, a lot of myself into yeah, sure. into the story that I want to tell with them. So like, you know what? I'll tell you this. Um mm. I wanted to make a uh I want to say 
neutral evil character mm -hmm. where basically his whole deal was uh, he was a sailor. He used to be a sailor. And what happened was um, uh, he was either like drunk on the job or he fell asleep on the deck and, uh, you know, he was caught and he got uh, punished. And if you don't know uh, how bad punishments could be for sailors, they were very, very bad because yeah. they were brutal motherfuckers sometimes. That's right. And um, what happened was he got keel hauled, if mm. you know what that is. And so if you don't know what keel hauling is, I'll briefly explain it. Basically, a uh, big wooden galleon, you are thrown, you are you have a big rope tied around you, and you're thrown overboard in front of the ship. Yep. And then you go underneath, the ship runs over you, but you are held on by the rope, and the barnacles and shit that yep. are growing on the bottom of the ship fucking shred you to fucking pieces. Yeah, cut you the fuck up. And if they don't do it that way, they'll do it on uh, over the side of the ship. They'll throw mm -hmm. you over the side, and then they will pull you over to the other side, mm -hmm. and same thing happens. It's just a shorter trip. Yep. So, um, after that happened to him, he was basically like, "I'm gonna go on shore. I'm gonna fucking find all these guys, and I'm gonna I'm gonna murder them. I'm gonna sure. kill every last member of that crew." Absolutely. And after that, um. This was going to be the thing. He was going to sell his soul to a devil mm. to be able to have a way to track them down, find them, and kill them. Gotcha. Then after that, once the devil comes to collect, my character was going to be like, okay, now you can collect now, but I'd like to make, if you are willing to, I would make like to make another deal. Mm. I want you to give me some sort of a ship, and I will sail the seas and track down and find people and send them to you. So I was literally Ooh. going to become, I wanted to become evil Davy Jones. Yeah, I was going to say. And okay. I was so, I, that's the thing. I, that, that, that You don't just come up with that over the course of like five minutes. That sure. took a lot of time to come up with. And yeah, so I yeah, wanted yeah. that to be what my character's goal was. Mm -hmm. And so I really don't want a character like that that I put a lot of effort into coming up with a potential story for to die level one. Yeah, and oh, then it's just boop out of the window. Yeah, 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 totally, totally. totally. Yeah, because I wanted to be David Jones, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fucking cool. Um, yeah, it, it's it's one of those things where I I get to the point of like, for my characters, I usually you know I get I put stuff into it and then I figure out who they are and then mm -hmm. it's more just I kind of take it as it goes though because that's just yeah. how I do. You know? Oh yeah, and that's fine. Yeah. Oh no, I'm I'm not saying like there's any better way or anything whatsoever. I'm just saying it's it's one of those things where I'm more okay with if my character does die. That's just how the story ends. It's unfortunate, yeah, but goes. yeah, yeah it, it I just tend story. to plan ahead. Yeah, and I don't totally. like it when the plan goes to shit. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um. Uh, basically, the only way to guarantee that something will happen in an RPG is to make it happen in the backstory. Yeah, it's true to an extent. Mm, that's though. a very good point. <laughs> yeah, the, the problem though is when you put too much backstory in that makes it so it's like, oh, I'm at this point, right? But yeah, it depends on your starting level. Well, <laughs> you know what? Actually, uh, I uh, read a comment about yeah. uh, a backstory that someone came up with where they were like, oh man, I went to the dungeon and we fucking we fought a, a lich, yeah. and we defeated him, and he was a level one character, but <laughs> it made sense. Because the character, the level one character, was the knight 
and like the paladin's bag boy. <laughs> ah, okay, so yeah, there you we, go. <laughs> he yeah, didn't yeah. do shit. I was the page. Was I was just there. Yeah, I was just there. I didn't do shit. <laughs> but we did it. I was a part yeah. of the team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's fair. That that works. Yeah. I like this that. This is a funny way to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um uh, is that your character's goal, Boo, or your true life calling? Mm. That would be fucking sick, but I'm uh I don't have the money to afford a fucking ship. Also, I don't <laughs> want to get keel hauled. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. yeah, it's fair. <laughs> so, as the dungeon master, you want to make sure you go to your players in this way. I have a whole point by feet system that I do. Uh link for that will be down oh. in the description, uh, where you can build your character and customize it. But I have a whole video on it too. Um is you want to give them enough tools so that they don't feel bored. Of course, if I have that, my, my friend at the table and we're level one, which is where I normally pitch the groups to start off at. But if they're level one, I'm not going to just leave him there with only one thing because he would be bored. I'm going to give him some extra little something or other at level one that he can do. With like, oh, you can do a trip attack or you have some sort of feat that you get to be able to do this ability or that ability. Or I've had a campaign before where every character started off as a gestalt multi-class where they had their character, their level one character. And they also got a pick because it was baked into the story. That's a whole other thing where some magic surge surged into them and they had another class they could choose. So each player was level one, but they That's also neat. got the perks of another class feature so they were two oh, classes okay. both at level one starting off the game with now oh that's so strong or whatever well you choose when to start the game at and both a, a, a level one a double level one character which is technically level two is weaker than a third level character so it's not too crazy so yeah i mean as long as yeah. you balance everything accordingly you should be fine yeah. right like there's no one should just be like Aah! like it's it's the matter. they will be though i mean yeah that's fair um we exist right so. <laughs> but <laughs> but um yeah no it's uh i don't see any issue so yeah no that's that sounds fine that sounds cool to be a like a multi-class at level one yeah uh being the page to a lawful evil paladin is literally my current pc hell yeah mm. there you go uh maybe you're a high level hero then you got swarmed by whites and level drain back to one sure <laughs> Actually, uh, yeah, that was another one where it's like, oh man, my character did used to be like this badass, but then I got fucking lazy and I got drunk all the time, and now I'm just a shitter again. So. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so um, way you can do it. Uh, that's always interesting, but my argument against it tends to be that they have mental experience, unless you include that that taken away, and even that seems odd to be at level one. Well, I don't see why it's. Uh, I feel like having that mental experience is still fine, right? You can still yeah. know a few things, but. Yeah, uh, it's the it's the whole mechanical thing, right? Um, mm. Because with uh, level drain back when that was a thing, mm. it was. Uh, I mean, I assume it also takes away your experience in the sense of like what you know, right? Because otherwise, it doesn't really make a lot. I mean, it's mechanic. It's a mechanic thing, right? Yeah, but if yeah, we want to, yeah, if we want to make it more narrative, mm. it's some form of also like amnesia in a way right mm. specifically targeting things that you've like it goes for most recent uh memories first and then mm. it keeps going deeper and deeper the more you get your levels drained right yeah until you die because until you don't have any more memories um yeah so i mean if you want to say something like that it's it i think it could work narratively um mm. it's just one of those things i don't know yeah 
let your players have as much like freedom to feel like their class as you want. And I've also said before, if they have a, a certain multi-class that they want to do, and that's why they want to start off at a different level. I've had players, um, whenever they choose their class and they, they are a barbarian, and if they want to have a little bit of magic powers, then let them customize it, tweak some stuff, give them some magic powers so they can play the character that they want to play from the gate or out the gate, at the get-go, so that you just give them really weakened versions of whether it's their class or the thing in the extra they want to do, and you can go from there. Cause it I feel like um, a way you could do this is go for, like, if they know what subclass they want to go to, you just give them bits of that subclass until they get to three. Yeah, right? why not just do that? That seems a lot more, like, simple. Yeah, I mean, and if, it's, if we're going with the barbarian that also wants to do magic, like, fine, sure. Yeah. Um... I don't, uh, you kind of get magic in some of them, kind of. Yeah, you know, um, like the totem warrior, I think Yeah, it kind of, it's kind of one of those. Or, like, uh, I guess the the, the storm one. Yeah, the whatever it is. Uh, storm herald, I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, you kind of get magic in that kind of respect. Um, but mm. if they want to go, like, pure magic, then it's like, well, okay, so before they get to, like, I guess we give them it at look i don't know man it's a little strange to me in that respect because if we give them just pure spells then it's like well yeah they're a different class now yeah right they're just a bigger hit die class of wizard of in a wizard. way yeah. right or sorcerer or whatever you want um which again if that's how you balance it and you're good with that then that's fine it's just one of those things where i feel like if we like that's why the multi-classing thing kind of is there so that you can do that and make yeah. it work fine right mm. um so but again if you have your own way to do it and it works fine for you then whatever mm. level one you want them to feel weak you want them to feel down in the dumps and that might sound bad as a dungeon master but if if you start off already with stuff then everything just has to snowball from there and everything you have to keep one-upping things to feel like you've accomplished something but if you started from nothing everything is up i've started campaigns where they started off with not like barely any clothes and like super crappy weapons that broke if you rolled a one through five <laughs> they had to part of and they got a weapon that was just a normal freaking weapon and they were super excited about it because they got a weapon that wouldn't break on a one through five like sure like that sounds cool it's just one of those things of if your table is up to it or not right again yeah. it's a that's a preference thing and um I get you're advocating for it for other people to experience, and I agree, um, at least for a while in the beginning, maybe experiencing that first level through till whatever level you get to is, is pretty cool. Um, again, again, it'll eventually wear thin. Yeah. So, like, and again, like, if it doesn't wear thin for you at all or other people at your table, that's, that's great. fucking awesome. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy, man. I'm glad for yeah. you. Right? But I just, I can't see it being something that's, uh, not gonna be that way. <laughs> I, I mean, hell, there are reasons why there are mods for Skyrim that make it so you start out at a different place. Oh, god, level. yeah. <laughs> get me out of there. Yeah, get me out fuck. of this fucking level one slog. Get me out of the fucking tutorial. Yeah. You know? I don't need to be going to uh, Helgen every fucking yeah, time and yeah. seeing the, the guy get shot down and then Alduin comes in and goes, hey, and I go, ha ha. Fucking all over the place. <laughs> Thanks Thomas for saving me, you idiot. I'll kill you later. Yeah. Uh, uh, I've never finished that game. <laughs> That's fine. You're not missing much. I know. I've seen it many a time. It's much more interesting to watch other people play it. 
Mm. Although I do have it for VR, and that is more fun, to be fair. Ah, I bet. Yeah. I'll um, tell you one thing that's really fun. I made a stealth build with daggers. Yeah. Because daggers are, they get perks that, like, yeah. And, uh, you know the Dwarven Centurion, those enormous fucking robots? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fucking killed one in one hit with a stealth dagger yeah, shot. Yeah, hell yeah. Fucking good. Very cool. Yeah. Um, if you lose your skill ranks, you must be forgetting something. Yeah, exactly, right? Mm. Weapons breaking is pretty annoying early on in the Breath of the Wild. Yeah, well, yeah. Mm. Weapons breaking in most games is pretty annoying, to be fair. That's really annoying. Um... I get it, but there are things about that concept that just cause a disconnect with me that's about how, about the how, and it shouldn't. Uh, the devil's in the details, and he's bludgeoning me with them. Nah. Sure. Yeah, if you can't get over it, then don't yeah, worry about fine. it. Yeah, don't do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, daggers do time, times crit when you sneak in Skyrim. Just nasty. Yeah. Yes. And then you get, uh, what, Mayron's Razor, I think it is, right? That fucking special uh, one that's... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that one is, uh, geez, I haven't, I don't remember the stats on it, but the fucking, um, it's the, only the ability is kind of nice, but I just didn't like it. It's like, oh, you, <laughs> when you hit somebody, you have like a one in 10 chance to just kill them instantly. Oh, was that it? I thought it was better than that. I thought it was something that was it might, inherently. It fun, might be but... better. I don't know. It, I, I, but <laughs> I didn't actually use it. That's fair. <laughs> I use a dragon bone one. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the beginning of Skyrim is fairly repetitive, but I never get tired of killing that Imperial Captain that you ordered your execution despite not being on the list. That's mm. fair. That's fair. Well, he, yeah. he doesn't want you to. Oh, wait. Oh, the oh wait. No, she. She doesn't. No, oh, she does. She, yeah, she fucking doesn't like you at all. Yeah, oh, she yeah, hates no, no, no. you. Yeah, 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 you're right. I thought you were talking sure. about um, Haldir Hadvar. or whatever his name is. Hadvar, that's right. Um, God, I'm a fucking nerd. He's, <laughs> he's cool. I like hey, him. He's fine. He's, Even if the Stormcloaks are a bunch of shitters. Yeah. But uh, he's like, hey, come to my home and talk to my uncle. Come eat my food. And I'm like, oh, yeah. thanks. Come steal from me if you want. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit. It's great. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Then they were excited about that, but they would never have been excited about that if they started off with it. You know what I mean? So anyway, as you can tell, I get pretty hyped up about this. I love starting off at level one. I have started off at level three. I have started off at level two. And I've done level zero. Again, let me know if you want to see that. But level one is just so awesome. And the stories, as you can tell, you want to make them feel like the underdog so they can... It's weird that he wouldn't go for level zero, like, primarily, you know, and hype that. Yeah, up. because that like... one actually is kind of new to me. Well, I feel like it's also what he would want more so. Like, I get level one, you have all your stuff. But, like, zero gets you to start... Like, considering he's giving you the argument of... Um, you start with like nothing and you want to go all the way up. Well, if you start it with the level zero kind of thing, you literally aren't even like a thing yet. Yeah. You're not even a fucking sperm cell yet. Right. Exactly. So, (laughs) (laughs) so like, but it just, it seems like that would be where he would start. But, um, I don't know why he didn't, I guess, because is there something about level zero games that he doesn't enjoy as much as starting at level one? Either that, or it could be that he explains it in his other video, and he wants it's you to go watch the other video. It's true. And to be fair, he's got my interest in that at least. Um, yeah. Mostly because I have a lot of good faith for this guy in particular, because um, yeah. he's got he's got good videos so far. Yeah. Um, just you know, the title could be uh, a little mm. more. A little yeah, more it's just true. the fucking algorithm. Yeah, for... yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. 
I usually like to follow the Stormcloaks out of Helgen, but then change my mind as soon as I see Windhelm. Oh, fair enough, yeah. Yeah, because fuck Windhelm. Yeah, man. fuck God. Windhelm. Yeah, they're shit. Hate them. Yeah, um, no, he's just a, he's a fucking... Ulfric is a fucking dumbass. Although, yeah. since the uh, there is an option to kill fucking both, I just go both. Oh, that's fair. Just fuck you. Um, <laughs> like, they're both pieces of shit. Yeah, every, <laughs> like, mm. Everyone is. That's something about Bethesda games, man. I mean, current they ones, don't know how to yes. write a fucking faction that's like, oh, yeah. man, I mm. like these guys. Current ones, absolutely. Yeah. Because um, I'm... I played fucking uh, The Outer Worlds by Obsidian. Yep, I played that a little bit. What's funny about that game is that um, basically the entire game is fuck the corporations, the yep. game. And um, you can side with the corporations, mm -hmm. but the literally the entire game, you are given nothing but examples of how shitty they are. Yep. And if you side with them, guess what? That was the bad ending. And if you side with the good guys, well, they're the good guys, and right. it's it's good. It's it's black and white. Yeah, it's which really is... satisfying to actually have a thing where it's like, uh, these are the bad guys, these are the good guys, pick. So, I disagree <laughs> with that okay. one, at least. I like it when there's more of a, a less black and white kind of thing where people are doing good or bad things depending like the first the first world that you go to in that game is mm -hmm. the best world it's hands yeah. down the only oh, yeah. good fucking choice world yeah because, because you gotta yeah you, you I have remember to, i played it don't worry yeah yeah you you have this choice between just not good situations yeah of, but on both, both sides but you can understand both sides right yes. and I that's I what i like I think I should rephrase. I don't okay. mean to say that it's better to have it be black and white. What I should have said is that it's refreshing. Ah, I see. Interesting. Because, like, that's just a thing now where everybody has to be, like, three different shades of shitty and, like, one shade of kind of okay, usually. If, if they were to do it well... I wouldn't have yeah. a problem with it, but I agree. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. a lot of the time where they just kind of put it in there and it's like, oh, but it's because we need to have them also be shitty. And it's like, yeah. well, no, it's... We need to I, make this a moral dilemma, but we're not actually good at writing a legitimate moral dilemma. Yes, yeah, exactly. So it, I would rather in those cases for them to just go, no, they're the bad guys, right? Because it's yeah. like, yeah, well, that's something you can do without having to think about it too much. But if you actually want to take the time and craft it... Then I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Oh, fuck yeah, you know? Yeah, because Obsidian is just so good, man. Fuck. They, they, they're pretty good. Uh, that game overall, though, I kind of, I, I kind of like fell off of it really quick. Um, I got to one of the DLC. I didn't finish it. I got to the ah. DLC, a DLC point. And yeah, the DLC is fucking, it's, it's hard. Well, the DLC is just, it's fine. Um, yeah, yeah, no, that, it, it was just okay. It's just yeah. more gameplay, basically. It doesn't expand the story or anything. It's right. just a whole side thing. Yeah, and like, I don't know, the main thing, I was like, it's fine, you know? Eh. Yeah. I, I, I was hoping for more of what they gave me with that first world. Mm. And then it was and like, no. and then it became like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. see the blatantness now, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. I kind of expected a bit more, but... Uh, uh, eh. Um, Although so I, I, kinda... I want to get the ice cream ending, ice cream ending. There's an ice cream ending. Yeah. So you know the the cereal, um, yeah. that purple cereal. Yeah, I forget yeah, what yeah. It's called. Uh, purple. There's an ending where uh, you do everything that you do so that you can have a lifetime supply of that of that flavor of ice cream. 
and it's fucking great. That's awesome. Because, like, it's even in the narration where it's like, for some reason, he did everything he did, all the lives he saved, and all that he ended <laughs> were for nothing more than a lifetime supply of whatever brand cereal. Or uh, ice cream. <laughs> it's fucking great. Okay, that's, that's <laughs> And it, right. like, the, the final screen is like... Uh, like zooming out from behind your captain's chair and yeah. you're just sitting there with a bowl of ice cream just eating it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and like you're surrounded by like empty cartons of ice cream. It's fucking good, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's what I love. It reminds me of the fucking like dog endings in Silent oh, Hill. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are the the weird dog endings are super fun. Yeah, like and the aliens in the first yeah, one, dog in yeah. the second one. I don't Why is the, the dog controlling one. everything? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Knees. Oh, it's great. It's good shit. <laughs> Uh, bu- 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 anyway, at level, at level one, you're being oh, at level zero, you're being bullied by other sperm cells. That's true, yeah. Mm. Um, uh, bu- 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 oh, the sequence that makes sense to you is storm cloaks and then Helgen or storm cloaks out of Helgen and then changing your mind. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, because Bethesda thinks every faction needs to be gray and doesn't just like everything. Uh, doesn't just like everything. Doesn't need black and white. Oh, they that they don't need everything to be black and white. Well, so yeah. I I think that the having everything be gray is better just because of the fact that that's how things are, and yeah. it makes it so that it's more nuanced, right? And it's mm. it's one of those things of trying to understand and pick the best option out of a bad situation. In a lot of times, sometimes mm. there are points where you have like actually good things, and I'm good to see you know those also be sprinkled in. Like things are good, things are bad. But yeah. I like, th- I really always enjoy a very well-crafted thing of like, oh, oh this sometimes, is yeah, sometimes this, like, maybe if I was doing this this way, I would be on their side, but I understand mm-hmm. where they're coming from, but I, I'd rather be on this side, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, I like the moral choice in Overlord 2. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Overlord. <laughs> oh, you mean the one with, like, the minions? That? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I forget if it's also an Overlord one. I think that both of them had it. Yeah, yeah. they both did. Yeah. I, I played Overlord 2 to completion. Uh, mm. Overlord 1, I don't know if I... 2 was definitely better. Oh, it was. I, I didn't yeah. finish 1 because of that. Yeah. Um, I see a red door and I want to pl- paint it black. Exactly. Mm. All right. And if you want fucking, <laughs> then just play the Stanley Parable. Oh my god. Oh yeah, that was a good game. Mm. I like that game. See how they became these strong level three adventurers that they eventually will be, and this gives you a time for the party cohesion and maybe maybe at the you start off at level one. The first session is the story that they tell of how they became a group, and then you start mm-hmm. the campaign off at level two. Sure, go ahead, but at least they had that moment, that story at the beginning to see where they came from, right? And then you can always say you started from one all the way to 20, but that's a whole nother video. So stay creative, think outside that box, think outside the level one box and go to level zero. I'm out. I have some big stuff going on oh. over on my Patreon. So oh, you guys should check out very I do monthly PDFs of three yeah. different PDFs every single month with different themes to it. I got point by feet system, character creation, wild magic systems, magic tattoos, magic items, homebrew rules, entire cities, homebrew monster systems, and a whole bunch of subclasses Sorry. every single month. <laughs> I've loved the huge response that I've gotten from you guys and how much you love this stuff. And I only want to make these things bigger and better. I'm trying to bring in a lot of people in on this. I got artists that are making custom art for these PDFs That's and everything cool. each month's PDF sticks around for two months, so whenever you join, you get this month and the month before it, so it's a pretty sweet deal. So if any of that stuff sounds interesting, or you just want to help out and support what I do here to help me make more and more stuff, to try and help more and more people, link's down in the description.
Now, another thing... Very cool. Oh, good. that's his music. Yeah, oh, okay. that's it. That's I thought it was a fucking, like, a swarm coming my way or something. Um, <laughs> uh, there is something to be said about doing that actually, like, the opposite way, where oh. uh, I don't know if uh, you've ever read Dragonlance. I have not read it, no. Okay. Uh, so in one of the major stories in the Dragonlance universe is uh, following, basically, a group of heroes that... Uh, Go and do some stuff. I won't go into it much. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but the story actually begins as everybody is entering in a tavern. Uh, I think it starts out with the dwarf who's just sitting in the tavern. And everybody starts coming in and uh, they start hanging out and talking because the very beginning of the story is actually a reunion where all of the characters have been going off and doing their own shit for the past oh. five years. Yeah, that's cool. So that's a really cool way to have your character start off at a higher level where, like, your backstory, all of you, is that you are already a party of good friends and adventurers, and you get to re uh, reunite in a tavern, and you get to talk about your previous adventures and shit. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very yeah. Cool. So that's a good way to do it where you're at a higher level. Yeah. Actually, that... Hmm. Yeah, hmm. it's a it's a really like honestly that's a good fucking book series and actually I'm super hyped that they're making books for the Dragonlance setting for D and D. Oh, are they? Yeah, they're doing like um like monsters and heroes of Kryn K R Y N. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And there's um because in Kryn there are no dragonborn, there are draconians. Yeah, that's right. Which are super cool. Mm -hmm. Way cooler than dragonborn in my opinion. Fair enough. Okay. But yeah, that's I think that's a, a lot more interesting way to do that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I I like that as a, a starting thing and I would totally do that a couple of times. It would be one of those like brainstorming kind of things of like, okay, who were we before this, you know? Yeah, did where, where did we go? That? Where what did we go to investigate? Yeah, yeah, and what yeah. did we find? Yeah. Um, to warp that idea, that five-year reunion is all of you reuniting at your worst and losing all your skills and talents and rebuilding each other up or finding new paths. Yeah. That too. Yeah, you could absolutely do that as well. I, yeah. I, like, the, the reunion idea is is ripe for this kind of thinking, which is great. Um, yeah. Because it, it, it takes care of a couple of problems that sometimes come in of like, Okay, puppy dog party, right? We're all together just because. Um, yeah. Or, and you know, having the, the trying to get to them to actually have this relationship thing um, where mm. they can actually be a party or, or trust each other and such. Um, having it so that you can circumvent that is very nice in some cases. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's just annoying to really try to make that bond when or have a character that doesn't want to make that bond but mm. sees the use in the other characters right yeah um uh, bu -bu -bu. overall good video also i like the stories uh with uh more gray to alejo oh yeah 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 okay fine that's i guess fair. i'm just another yeah you weirdo <laughs> yeah, i guess i'm a weirdo yeah that's right <laughs> I guess um, I'm just too used to seeing that kind of thing just written really badly. That's fair. And that's so I just like fair. it's like, hey, guys, if you can't write this well, can you just not write it at all, please? I, I yeah, I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. But I'd rather there be the the attempt sometimes, and then see if they can build off it and really actually do it. But you got to start somewhere, right? Yeah. In a lot of cases, but with something like 
Bethesda. <laughs> they've they've kind of been around for a while and they fired everybody that <laughs> could knew do how that. to do what the fuck they needed over, to do over time, yeah. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> um but yeah, the video also very good. Um I think hmm. it's if the title wasn't misleading to me, um yeah. I'd be like, "Oh yeah, great." But it, it's fine. Um there's also an adventure module for it uh that can be incorporated into a, a board game to simulate major battles that influence the campaign. You mean like Warhammer? I don't know. <laughs> that sounds cool. One more reunion idea. The party gathers and has a tutorial battle with Sephiroth at the end. No. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> God, you know what? Uh, have you ever seen Story Mode? Uh, yes, I've heard of it. Uh, it's it's the Internet it. Historian. Um, oh, yeah, 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 sorry. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Fuck. They did a story mode on Final Fantasy VII. Has that shit really been the story the whole time? Uh... Like, for fuck's sake. They did the story, and I'm wondering, I'm hoping they're not just memeing. I would be, I would understand completely if they were just memeing. Oh, he's, he probably fuck. memed it a bit, but the, I, I don't know, I haven't seen that one. Um, yeah, but so. my fucking god, the story of Final Fantasy VII is so bad yeah yeah it's just it's, bad shit it's kind of bad shit yeah it's weird it's very strange yeah um man yeah i don't anyway. know it, it's one of those things where everybody really likes the game and i'm like okay i haven't played it i i want to at some point just to see um yeah. and come in and be like this is either just nostalgia or not right um yeah because i love ruining things for people oh it's so mm. great <laughs> no but um, I, I, I just really want to see if it's actually everything that people hype it up to be, you know, because yeah. I'm like, I just eh. I like Final Fantasy three or mm. technically six in the US. I like that yeah. one. That was my one. Um, anyway, it's called Warriors of Crin. Ah, oh, that's the board game thing. There you go. Um, my idea for improving travel is a faster horse. Well, we'll get to that. Don't worry. Mm. Um, I like Final Fantasy 7, but it is bad. There you go. Thank you, Lux. <laughs> you then, can't you say that what? about Final oh. Fantasy 7, I did. Humanity hasn't forgiven me for saying Final Fantasy 7 is overrated and it sucks. That's so, fair. That's Lux, the thing. 100% fair. Yeah. I love, um, no, what I guess fuck is his name? Angerus from Godzilla. Oh, yeah. yeah. I yeah. love Angerus. He fucking sucks. He is shit, though. Yeah, he fucking sucks. <laughs> he gets he's... fucked up all the fucking time. He's he should, ass. He should be better than he is. He should be. He's he a big be fucking wizard is. with spikes on his back, and yeah. that's basically it. Well, to be but fair, fuck, he just I love rolls him. <laughs> up to a ball, and he's all right. You know, he can take out yeah. most things, you know? Yeah. But he never now, does. the one that I love who isn't shit is fucking Gigan. Yeah. Gigan's sick as hell. Gigan anyway, sick. I'm sorry. I'm not, no, no you're good. No, you're absolutely <laughs> fine. Uh, Final Fantasy VIII is the best Final Fantasy. That's what another thing that people say. I don't. I remember seeing the the image of uh, Squall without a face. That's what yeah. I remember. Okay. I own. I actually got out of grab bags um, the old PS1 like discs for Final Fantasy VIII, so I could try to play that at some point. I have like seven of the discs or whatever. I don't know. There's so many of them. It's crazy. Yeah. Um. Back when that was a thing. Yeah. Um. God. Yeah. My hot take: I think Sephiroth is a horrible villain, and Crisis Core made him worse. Oh. Okay. 
I, I, I appreciate hot takes, because, <laughs> I 100% agree because I have no knowledge otherwise. <laughs> uh, yeah, I... Uh, um, yeah. Mostly I like the corporate-ruled plate city. That's fair. That is, yeah. a, that is cool. Yeah, the, like, it's a cool city. Yeah. Midgar, I think it's called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, that's very cool. Crisis Core did. That's not a hot take. Oh, well, there you go. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, like I said, I have no knowledge or experience, so I can't say one thing or the other. I just... Everyone talks about it, and I don't care. Yeah, it just gets <laughs> fucking old it's, real It's fast. one of those things, like, with everything that people just keep fucking talking about, that I'm like, yeah. please, if you really want me to experience this, shut the fuck up about it. God hey, damn. Like yeah. You ever heard of Undertale? I have so, played that actually. It was pretty good. Pretty, oh, okay. It is pretty. It is actually pretty good. I, I yeah, do like that's that always game. what I hear. I hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Like you don't need to. But play again, it. the fucking. Oh, speaking of fucking. Uh, uh, I have no segue. Did you see the new fucking um, furry saga video? I haven't watched it yet. That one's brand new. Yes, it's brand new. Okay, I've seen all the, the other furry? ones. I can't yeah. wait. Yeah, it's okay. good. All right, it's all really right. good. Sick. I can't wait to watch that later. Yeah. Um, bu- 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 bu. These are all topical given reunion. Uh, Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII is coming out soon. How oh, cool. Great. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Dude, all right. Can I just say about this? Okay, I know one thing about the Final Fantasy VII remake that was a thing. People okay, said yeah. they liked it. I don't care for it. The whole ghosts trying to make everything be the way that it was. I'm like, oh, why? <laughs> why Dude, is that they, a thing? Fucking Final Fantasy has the weirdest shit with well, this quote unquote ghosts. Yeah, this it's isn't so this, fucking weird. This isn't even like from the original one. This is like Final Fantasy VII Remake is like things are trying to deviate off the path. And then the ghosts are like, no. And they make things go back to what the original story was. At least that's my understanding of it. And oh. just off the bat, my initial initial feeling is, eh. Oh yeah, there it is. Okay, I don't know if you see this. Sorry, I'm kind of uh, kind of interrupting your thought. No, you're good. Um, you still have the um, what's the best level to start your D and D campaign? Do you see in the recommended there three D and D books and one Dragonlance Shadow of the Dragon Queen? Uh oh yeah 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 yeah. Is that one the recommended? Okay. Yeah that. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, also, Kryn Minotaurs are fucking cool because they're sailors and pirates and shit. Yo, that's sick. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, they're also like the fucking Roman Legion, and they're like really fucking strong yeah. and cool and good. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. Anyway, that's that's just just from me not knowing anything, but that one thing. That's what I think about remake. I don't care. Yeah. Same. Um. I, I don't give a shit about. Because you know me, I like the Tales games more. Yeah, that's true. You do. Yeah. Yeah. I have played Symphonia, and I didn't like it. That's fair. <laughs> um, that's fair, but I will disown you as my friend. That's fine. Um, I will if you continue ever to play shout one it from the rooftops. I hate that game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if you really want to play like a really good one, play uh, The Abyss. Right. Tales of the Abyss. Yeah, yeah. I remember you telling me That's the me best that one. Yeah, it's some, maybe someday, maybe. Yeah, no, like, and if you want to watch it, I did some videos. Oh my <laughs> god, that's right. <laughs> when oh. I was a fucking teenager, so don't watch it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's actually one of my best works because I put a lot of fucking effort into making it okay. good. Cool. But I would still say just watch a, a like a silent playthrough. Yeah, fair. Um, 
Granted that I considered Shinra Corporation to be the real villain of the story, Sephiroth is just kind of a fantasy character that gets shoved in. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Ghosts trying to make everything be the way it was, almost like art is imitating life with people trying to undo modernism in current society because they don't like it. Eh. Mm. Also recommended. Ta- also recommend Tales of the Abyss. That's fair. Yes, yeah, I hear. I hear good things, mostly from this guy. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> I think maybe. you you would especially like that one because of how much um, the characters' backstories fit into the overall campaign, sure, as it were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Uh, yeah. So let's Not move to on. The music fucking slaps. Anyway, go. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Let's <laughs> move on to uh the midpoint thing since we have finished the first video. Yep. And that, of course, is. Shoutouts and shout talk. Oh my god. That's crazy that. Oh. Um, I have so. my I have my exploders with the sound uh with the, ah. the sounds of butthead. There you go. <laughs> Every time they explode. Uh I can toss out burns with the best of them, but ninety nine percent of the time it does not bug me. Something has to be really bad for me to hate it. Oh, that's fair. If see yeah. that's the thing. If you can be easygoing about a lot of shit, then I'm yeah. I'm jealous of you. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've been ruined by my has. my way of thinking i can't Remember just Star enjoy Wars? shit anymore <laughs> i can't i can't just enjoy things anymore i really just, yeah it's got to be to a certain standard it really does it and really, really does and i think that well <laughs> and i think that my standard is a good one <laughs> yeah, no, like it's fine. It's just unfortunate that it winds up making it hard for you to enjoy shit. That's yeah, all. but I I think that it makes it so that when I do enjoy something, it makes it that much more rewarding. You know? Yeah, true. So, because fuck me, so many things, so much garbage yeah. is out there. God damn, yeah, hate it all. Anyway, mm. so talking about shouting out and chilling. Dice! <laughs> oh my god, what hey, are those? you go over to our website, and you go into the little support us section, you can go and buy some dice from us, and I will ship it to you personally. Uh, go it fucking works. grab the box and run along the highway and get it to you. That's right. Uh, nope. So... <laughs> is that um, not what personally shipping means? Well, <laughs> uh, so... Uh, yeah, these dice are pretty good. I like them. They're good yep, stuff. Yep, they've been rolling like fire in uh, our shit. That's right. I like them. I like them. I like them. Um, <laughs> it's okay. I can watch everything for you, Leo. No worries. Appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway. Yo, this is Alejo, and you're listening to Table Talk. Yeah, so, uh, dice are there. If you want to, go for it. They're very nice. Good quality dice. Yet to make that little video thing, uh, but it is a thing that will be made at some point. (laughs) Yeah, you know, they've been out for, what, a month now or two? (laughs) I just haven't done anything with that. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's okay. Um, (laughs) One day, maybe. We'll see. Um, But yeah, there are our livelihoods at stake. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so. Other than that, of course, we have people on our Patreon. Those who helped to get us to the dice goal, yes. uh, as well as viewers like you. Thank you. Um, so, uh, that being said, thank you to our patrons. Starting with Tier 4 up there, Draco Kraken. Thank you so much. Uh, Mog Zero, also at that Tier 4. Thank you. Uh, Rick, a.k.a. Unit Rico, at Tier 4. Thank you. Uh, Slazer, at Tier 4. Thank you. 
Uh, Steely at tier 4, thank you as well. Drake Cross at tier 3, thank you. Uh, Chris at tier 2, thank you as well. Frozen Spaghetti at tier 2, thank you. Lux Serpent Eye at tier 2, thank you. And, of course, a thank you to our tier 1 contributor. Uh, again, if you would like, you can join the Patreon for as little as a dollar. Uh, but you won't get your name said. Yeah, that's true. If you go to five, you you get your name said. But oh my god, every little penny counts. So really, if you do want to go for just a dollar, that's fine. Doesn't matter. Uh, either way, it is an it is not an obligation. It is optional. It is yeah. just there if you want to help us out a little bit. Um, uh, and I've changed the the uh billing thing to now be monthly, so that it on when you start your your payments it'll start when you start instead of the first of the month so you might get double charged accidentally that was a oh. thing that used to be a thing Ooh. but they changed it to to do this and i didn't realize that that was a thing until a little while ago oh, okay. so i changed it and now it is that way but for all of you that are already here it's that first of the month thing still um if you want to unsubscribe to it and then resubscribe to it to make it on a specific day i mean i feel like that's totally possible i don't i don't know um eh. Anyway, yeah. it's an option. It's there. Cool. So, other than that, of course, you can go over to T Public and uh, buy our logo on a shirt or whatever else that you want off of there. Um, pretty cool stuff um, and pretty good quality. And, uh, yeah, a, a percentage of it will go to the artist. In fact, as well. I, I shouldn't forget to say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then... Last but not least, of course, you can support us by going over and using our link in the description to go and buy things off of Humble Bundle. Um, hmm. Anything you buy, either uh, these wonderful bundles or in the store or whatever, if you use our link, uh, you can give us a, a slider of however much you want. To uh to help support us oh, as well. Sliders, I love sliders. Yeah, and there's also there a slider for uh Tabletop Alliance, the charity that we have uh chosen to give money to as well, which is also in the description for you to go and research them if you want uh, to learn more about how they cool. uh, do charity work. Um, right now, uh, I would probably say the BattleTech uh bundle mm. is one that you might want to go for right yes. now uh oh, it's super cool bunch of cool pdfs for BattleTech, which i still have yet to get but i will probably get after the stream and uh the wow there was a oh it must be gone now there was another one that was pretty cool that i would have recommended but i think it's gone um and honestly if you've got vr the vr bundle is not too bad um i liked all the games in it i have most of them already so i didn't get have it you played them uh yeah a little bit oh my god you actually played some games shit <laughs> i do that on occasion <laughs> just don't finish them <laughs> yeah, on occasion <laughs> right now i started playing king's bounty the dark alliance or whatever it is Ooh. dark it's it's an older um uh turn-based hex based uh, uh game very fun uh, i like it a lot I've been playing a few of them. I haven't finished any of them, but <laughs> as expected, yes. Well, they're they're fun, and I bounce around. Uh, yeah, <laughs> anyway, don't be like me. Go get a game and finish it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Humble bundle. It's a good place. Um, 
Yeah. That's their slogan. Uh, sure. That's my slogan for them. Uh, call right. me humble. <laughs> uh, Even your free ones here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, an example of that 1% that I hate is that, that Holmes and Watson crapshoot with Will Ferrell. Holy shit, it's bad. Yes. Oh my god, it's so bad. I saw st people cover that. It's horrible. Oh. oh the, it's like, it's Will Ferrell and... Uh, What's the other guy's name? I can't remember the other guy's name, but it was um the you have you seen Step Brothers that movie? Yes, that those guy. two, those two, yeah. Okay, um they they were doing a Sherlock Holmes movie. Oh, and it was bad. Like it was supposed to be to one it. of those shitty comedies, but it was bad. Yeah. John C. Riley, thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. what was like? What the fuck was it called? I seem to the name is like. Hmm, I don't remember the name. For the for the Holmes and Watson one, yeah, it is Holmes and Watson, I believe. Oh, it's just oh, I believe. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was something it. a little bit more clever than that. No, <laughs> mm. hold on. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it's Holmes and Watson. Yep. What uh, the fuck? Yeah, it, it is. It is not good as a comedy. It really isn't. Well, I didn't expect the comedy to be good, but I thought at least the t I remembered the title not being so fucking shit. Nope. What a shame. Yep. It, it's fucking bad. It's a front to my sensibilities. Mm. <laughs> most, most, most media is nowadays. Yep. <laughs> you're going to be the, you're going to be half the reason why my Cthulhu campaign is going to be really good. Good. I'm glad that I can be that. You, you realize that that makes me feel very good. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I know. You're half the reason why I got to make sure everything makes fucking perfect sense. <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be reasonable. No, no, it's, uh... you can make it as close to perfection as you want. I don't want. I don't. I won't stop you. But you know. Yeah. No, I'm gonna. Make, I'm gonna try to make it as good as I fucking can. Yeah, as you should. I feel like that's something that everybody should strive for. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. Especially, I'm gonna be asking for money for it. I don't want to fucking ask people yeah. to pay me for shit that's not worth paying for. Yeah. Exactly. Even when I was a, even when I was a kid, I had a, I had this thing where I was like. I hated being congratulated for things oh, that I dude. felt didn't deserve congratulations. Yeah. I fucking hated it. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. Because it's like, even even when I was young, I was like, man, don't congratulate me for this pointless shit. Because then it's going to make <laughs> congratulations for good things not really feel yeah. all that good anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, bu 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 me finishing a game is pretty rare. Don't worry, Lux. Me too sometimes. <laughs> That's uh, why we play Dark Tide, where you can finish the whole game in about five minutes. That's true. Ah! Cave Rage! <laughs> I'm getting armored strong. <laughs> uh, bu -bu. There we go. Fast typing curse hit me again. Ah, you good. Don't worry about it. Uh, including this channel for what? Including this channel for... I don't know what we're talking about. That that would have referred to. Uh, anyway. So. Let's move on. These, oh, bad media. Ah, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we are going to move on to the second portion of the topic today, which is travel. Or mm. uh, this is going to be a Ginny D video. So okay, already. It's been a while since we've done one of her videos. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, this one was from like Ooh. nine months ago. So oh, okay. Yeah. So this is 
why travel in D&D sucks and three steps to fix it. Mm. Which is pretty good. Yeah, I also agree that travel tends to suck and it's it really hard to does. make good. Yeah, that's the thing. The the Because the, trying to figure out how you want to do it is usually like, oh, either we skip it or we actually go through the motions, or we go, like, half through the motions sometimes. Yeah, and none of that really feels very good. No. And mostly because most of the time when you're traveling, you're either on your way to a quest location, or you're just kind of going somewhere. And so what happens on the road isn't really the the intent behind the travel, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, like, a travel or traveling itself can be its own fucking campaign sometimes, you know? Yeah. Like, it is, it is that, it can be that expansive. It really just mm-hmm. depends. Um, let me just look at one thing before I start this, because I want to make sure that I didn't accidentally take a video that we've already done. Because <laughs> I don't think so. I'm pretty sure we haven't done this. Yeah. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. I don't believe... Oh, wait. Yeah, no. We haven't done this. Okay, cool. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah. Sometimes they blend together in my brain. Yeah. All right. We've done a lot of videos. <laughs> we have. We have. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. Yep. These are the expectations. Yep. Whoever's leading the way, roll a survival check. Twelve. Okay, you travel for a few hours along the river, uneventfully. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. Very much can be that way. Sometimes yeah. people have it so that you, they always use like a random encounter table every time you travel, right? To make yeah. it so that it's never just, you go three, but then it's like, oh, but every time we want to go outside, it's, we're yeah. going to encounter something if we want to go between towns, right? Yeah. Um, exactly. And sometimes, sometimes you have those encounters that you set up um, that uh, you can go through them once you get, between two places and then if you were to go back between those two places you wouldn't go through another encounter table or anything you could just do it right there's many different ways to do this but it's all it it just never feels like it's correct you know whoa fucking christ sorry anyway yeah yeah. exploders just blew up the platform i was standing on i nearly fell to my death time for our daily randomly generated fight with bandits oh hey there you go (laughs) that's what i'm saying So (laughs) so now uh, one thing that I, uh, have heard, I forget if it was how to be a great GM or if it's Seth Skirkowski, mm-hmm. but the way that they did travel or an idea for how they did travel was when your characters are going to go somewhere, you pull the, you effectively like pull the players aside and be like, okay, so before you guys start traveling, I want you guys to, uh, write on these note cards what you would like to see on the road. And so um, you can write one good thing and two bad things. Mm. And so if you add a good thing, you must add two bad things. Mm -hmm. So that way you have these things as you're traveling around 
And the majority of the time, it's going to be kind of negative stuff. But every time you add more, you're adding more chances for good stuff. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so that way, you kind of have your players generating your own random encounters. And it can be stuff that is actually important for their character. It's like, oh, man, my paladin finds the grave of another, like lost paladin and i can like find his old shield or something there or otherwise maybe we find like a necromancer who's like dug up a graveyard and it's got like a bunch of zombies that he's raising and you got to fight him or something like that and so then what you do is you have everybody put those things into a bowl you mix them up and then every time you travel you just whip that out and it's like okay what do we got pick it up and then you pick one, and as long as the um, the thing makes sense, like obviously if you're in a desert, right. you're yeah. probably not going to find river-dwelling lizard men. Right, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah, totally. Yeah, and this, this sounds so familiar to me now. I yeah, like right, I'm... I don't remember where I fucking heard it. Yeah, we might have even <laughs> done it on the show, I don't know. Yeah, but <sighs> that's a really good way to have your travel be these kind of random encounters Yeah, that... It's not just a table, and you can make it so you have a chance to actually benefit your character. True, yeah. And so that way, it's not all on the DM to be like, okay, if they travel here, they're going to find this thing that's important for this character. And it also kind of helps if you haven't, have you, if the DM has trouble implementing elements from your character's backstory. Jesus Christ. Yes, yep, yep, yep. Very true. Um, you can really just skip it if nobody cares. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that too. Absolutely. Um, especially for this table that it seems to be uh being a, a little little skit of um seems like. But even so, in those kinds of instances, I feel like ah, but what if there was something that was around? You know, like yeah. I, and it's it's one of those things where the the exploration pillar, if you will. Uh, mm. using that proper terminology that all of the the big boys do. Um, <laughs> that that exploration kind of stuff can can be used for travel. So you can give yeah. them like landscapes and stuff that they you know might imagine and and see as they're going through, and it's something that they could do stuff and interact in. Um, or you know they could just go through and it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, but, but you, you lose something, I think, if you don't do any travel whatsoever. But at the same time, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's it's a lot of time to take up depending on how you do it, right? Something I think that would be really good for travel mm. is um, if you have a random combat encounter pop up, uh, if, you, if you use a table, for example, mm-hmm. um, if you use a table, if it comes up with a weak monster like wolves or goblins, right. make it so that they have the same ac same damage and stuff but drop their hp down to one because you don't make them minions effectively for 4e that way they're still dangerous but they won't take up nearly as much time as they would if they were just a full powered goblin or a full powered wolf that's fair yeah, because maybe you want to have combat encounters yeah combat takes for fucking ever yeah it can it very much can Usually, you can you can have it be so like one of them is like the alpha or whatever, and that's the one that you actually have to worry about. Um, Mm -hmm. But the rest of them are yeah, make it so only one has like the decent HP. Yeah, exactly, right. And you just don't have to. You don't have like um, 
whether you do milestone or if you do XP, just make it so you don't give out all that much XP for them if you lower them down to minions. Simple yeah, as that. Totally. Or if you have um if you use an encounter table and you roll up a powerful monster, then I would say leave it alone and sure. just run yeah, it as is. It but only run like only do like one or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Good things devil good thing devils and dice is better than this game, plug plug. Oh, thank you, Tim. Oh well they don't do that much travel, they just teleport. That's true. Yeah. Uh also I've done something to my toe and I'm worried about it. Oh that sucks, Lux. Oh. Uh, uh, uh stop that. Yeah. Tell it to stop. Yeah. I'm sure that'll work. Yeah. Or goblins or an echoing howl breaks the silence of your forest trek. Ah oh, yes, wolves. Mm. Classic. There's nothing wrong with wolves. Mm. I like wolves. They're the only reason why. Lord why of the we Rings have dopes. really gave us unrealistic mm. expectations for fantasy travel, didn't they? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. God actually. damn you, Tolkien, doing it again. Yeah, and Peter, Peter Jackson, fuck me. Yeah. Both of you. <laughs> You've done something them, yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah. And also the whole, you have to document the last 7,000 years of your fucking world history. <laughs> <laughs> fucking goddamn Silmarillion. He's a, he's a fucking genius, that man. He, he really was. Uh, I think we've probably all either played in or run a travel session in D&D that just bored everyone to tears. Yes. The DM's guide has a few different suggestions for how to handle overland travel, and to be honest, overland. they're not great. Mm. Here's their example of, quote, evocative and memorable travel description. Okay. Around midday, you break for lunch under a lonely tree. Okay. There, the rogue finds a small rock that looks like a grinning face, but otherwise, you encounter nothing out of the ordinary. Oh boy, my favorite part of the epic fantasy tale was when the heroes found a rock that looked like a face and meant nothing. The DMG basically tells you to either <laughs> skip over travel and just give a little summary, or to take it hour by hour, calling for roles to navigate and keep watch, oh, and God, throwing no. in some- Wow. Yeah, no, I why would you that. make a roll every hour? Fuck oh, that, that's my. just making your chance of failure like 100 fucking percent. Yeah, it's, it gets to a point where it's like, well, why, if, if we're following a path, why don't we just keep following the path? I don't- No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. No. Yeah, I this Dear is why God. this is why there's a lot of stuff in that in that lovely DMG that we go don't worry yeah, about don't it. Do don't, <laughs> don't worry about it. Worry this is why it. it's considered like the most unnecessary book. It's true. It, it sucks. Really it's unfortunate. It really is. Because there are good things in it, but yeah. fuck, the vast majority of it is either completely useless or outright bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Realistically, if you kill one wolf, the whole pack would run off. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I don't know. About, I don't know enough about wolf packs and their actual hierarchy. Well, so, and honestly, shit. any predator, um, if they if they take too much damage, if you will, will back oh, the yeah. fuck off, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That's why you can punch a shark and it'll fucking run away. Well, there's that. Like. Well, that's the because of the the um nerves in their nose being very sensitive. Oh, I know, sensitive. but that's what I'm saying. Like, right. it has, you haven't really even damaged it at all. You just kind of hurt it, and it's like, sure, oh, shit, sure. this thing is going to fight back. I don't want to fight this thing. Yeah, yeah, they, there's a there's a certain, because in the animal kingdom, right, you have that risk versus reward thing for them sp specifically, because they, they want to be able to go out and hunt again the next day. Yeah, they don't want to starve. Yeah, and if you if you do enough damage to them where they're like, oh, I, my leg is now broken, they're, fu they're basically dead. Yeah, no, they're done. <laughs> 
<laughs> so like yeah if if you were to do that in a wolf pack it would kind of work the same i think um yeah animals can't afford to get injured or they might die from infection yes oh exactly exactly i just don't know how the the rest of the wolf pack would react to the one other wolf getting hurt yeah, I, I guess don't know it, if, I don't know enough about wolves. I guess all. it would depend on the hierarchy and like which yeah. one you got. If it's the alpha, if it's like the head of the pack or one of the head matriarchs, absolutely. Sure, yeah. But if it's just another one of the hunters, not sure. Yeah, potentially. I don't know. Yeah, me neither. Planned and random encounters. Their best advice for making sure that these encounters don't get repetitive? If one encounter comes at the adventurers from the front, the next one might come at them from above or behind. Wow. Exciting! Travel comes up eventually in most. You know, I actually think that there being like an aerial encounter or one from above actually would make it a little bit more interesting because it would. You know, like say, let's just say for the sake of argument, it's goblins. Mm -hmm. Two encounters of goblins. The okay. first one attacks them from the front on the road. They're like bandits. Next one, maybe they're walking and they're in a forest. And now you've got goblins like attacking with rocks and arrows from the trees. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That actually completely switches it up. It's I true. like that. Yeah, that is actually very true. Um, yeah. The the difference of terrain, the difference of, you know, weather, mm -hmm. the difference of um, uh, numbers even, like all of these yeah. factors can really change how, a, how an encounter is. And it really depends on how the DM is going to make the, um, make the enemy act. Right. Yeah. Because if it's something they can think, they might do hit and run tactics in the trees, right? Using them as yeah. cover to make it so it's harder for them to get hurt. Or it could be that they're more like an animalistic thing where they'll fight, but if they get too threatened, they'll leave. Or hmm. they'll be like fighting to the death because fuck it, they hate you. Um, and maybe like maybe though that first group of goblins has like a hobgoblin leading them, and yeah. instead of them just rushing you, the hobgoblin makes them form a phalanx. Yeah, they do ranks and such, and yeah, absolutely. That'd be fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wolf packs can't really afford to lose members either. That's fair. Yeah. That's yeah, that's true. I, I can imagine. Um, oh, hey, whoa. Oh, this is... I, I decided to look it up a little bit, but it's more about just in general, so it's not really going to be helpful. Okay. Bandit groups can't either, but their egos might keep them from letting it go. Yes. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Depending on how closely your players follow your trail of narrative breadcrumbs, you might not even have much warning for when it's going to come up. That's why it's super important to have a good understanding of how to run a travel session without putting your players to sleep. In this mm. video, we are going to go beyond download some random encounter tables. Fighting some bandits Thank or God. stumbling across a ruin does not an interesting journey make. I'm going to give you three ways. Well, uh, ruins aren't interesting. Depending. It's... Yeah, uh, let's, we're let's, talking about. Yeah, come on. Let's be fair. It really depends on what we're doing and how like often this comes up and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So... It, come on i get what you mean which is like oh this is like everybody does this right every, every time there's these three things bop 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 like sure yeah. i get that but at the same time it's not like they're not there for a reason or they are there for a reason right yeah. like they can be very and again it depends on how you like if you construct these ruins to be more like interesting more yeah. puzzle aspects to them then mm. they can be more interesting than just ah oh, they saw a ruin right 
Um, yeah. And it really depends on how your party is going to interact when they see this ruin. Are they going to explore it? If they aren't, then you probably aren't going to include that as some of your random encounters, right? You're probably yeah. going to just forego that entirely and give them bustling, like, towers of goblins that have floors upon floors that they have to clear or something, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and, or they or, can clear if they want. Yeah, exactly. Like it, again, that might not even be appealing to them either. Like it, it really. Yeah. You gotta just know how your how your group is gonna be. Yeah. Is to change travel from something that now. You actually, you know what? Hmm. I wonder if maybe the DMG describes these ruins as like there's like a fallen tower next to a well. Mm, oh, like be... a pillar, not even a tower, a right. pillar. Yeah. So it's like, oh, these are ruins, but there's nothing here. That's fair. She didn't give a page number, I've just remembered. Um, yeah. So I'm upset about that, but now I'm going to go into my DMG, since I have it right here. And mm. I'm going to go find travel, I guess? Yeah. Um, let's see. Adventure environments? No, that's not it. Creating a multi? No. Creating encounters? Maybe. Uh, I don't know where it will be, so I'm just gonna keep going for now while I look. Okay. Party dread to something nearly as epic as the Fellowship traversing the rolling hills of New Zealand on horseback. Hmm. Nearly. It's a high bar. Make the journey the quest. Oh, if that's what I was talking about before. How the whole travel is literally yeah, the, that's the whole thing. Yeah, that's the actual point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good. A single yeah will suffice. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I love whipping that one out, man. <laughs> that was fucking inspired from Aiden. Shit. That's fair. <laughs> that is absolutely fair. I like it. Um, I don't know. I'd probably teach my players that ruins aren't necessarily anything important. That's fair as well. Like, it really yeah. depends on how you set them up, you know? Yeah. Think of the journey as the way that you get to the quest. There's no way that it's not going to feel like filler because that's literally what it is. Any mm. efforts to spice it up are just trying to disguise that. So to solve it, just don't make it filler. Make the journey itself into or part of a quest. Here's the thing that makes random encounters boring. They don't mean anything. They're not connected to your plot. Oftentimes no real choices get made. There mm. are no consequences as long as you manage not to die. That's what makes them feel like they're just filling space because if they didn't happen, nothing would be lost. Let's imagine you have a three-day journey, and on each day you roll on a random encounter table. On the first day, the players come across some bandits trying to rob a merchant, and they fight them off and save him. Second day, wolves attack in the middle of the night, and third day, they stumble on an abandoned farmhouse and pick up some mildly interesting loot. Hey, that's the three types, I think. Except, wait. No, that's two of the same kind of type, and then a ruin. Hmm. Mm. Man, I really wish I knew the page number. <laughs> Very upset. <laughs> mm. ah! <laughs> Help me. <laughs> I don't have a DMG. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I gave mine away. <laughs> That's fair. That's absolutely fair. <laughs> I don't blame you in the slightest. Yeah, right? Because, like, shit. Uh, I, just, I, keep I hope the D&D &D 1 DMG is worth getting. I don't think it will be. Yeah, it probably won't be. <laughs> uh... Oh, special travel pit? Oh, no, this is... Noticing other creatures... Tracking... No, this is... This is different. Damn it, I thought I found it. Fuck! Oh, well. They arrive at their destination. 
Not exactly a memorable session. But now let's try treating this three-day journey as its own quest. Build it the same way that you would build any quest, with escalating action, relevant NPCs, tasks to accomplish, and choices to make. Your players set off for their first day of travel. They pass a merchant on the road who at first threatens the players, but if questioned, admits that he's heard tales of bandits on this road and is afraid of being a target. True. Maybe your players suggest that they travel together for protection, or maybe not. On the first night, a lone, stealthy bandit rifles through their saddlebags under the cover of darkness. If their watchman's perception is good, maybe they catch him and they get some clues. If not, they will discover on the road tomorrow that they're missing a few valuable items. The next morning, they spot a wagon on the side of the road burnt to ashes. I found it! Sorry. Oh! 106 in your DMG for 5e, the travel montage all approach. all two people that own it. The hour by hour approach. And then you've got mapping a wilderness later on. Okay, thank you. Uh, or at least these are those. Two. Oh, I, mm, yeah. Okay, here's the the uh, a good way to keep wilderness encounters from becoming stale. Well, that's wilderness encounters, I guess. Oh, here's the travel montage thing, maybe. Uh. Describe the journey as vividly as you like. Use evocative language. Use landscape to set mood and tone. I mean, these aren't bad tips. Yeah, where I know. You, it was like, where did you find the... They looked at a fucking smiling rock. <laughs> where the fuck is that? <laughs> I, I actually really want to see that for myself. Because I'm very curious as to what the fuck and why. Was that and RPG pundit? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, man. No, I doubt it, honestly. Um, traps? No, I'm, I've gone too far already. Uh, oh. Hold on. Yeah, this is all dungeon hazards and stuff before. Oh, God, I've not found it entirely yet. I've found a, sp <laughs> a part of it for the wilderness aspect. I Huh. Yeah. Anyway, so far yeah. it's it's literally... um, Like, I agree. Like, if this is what you want to do with it, if you want to... uh plan out what the what the travel means but this is giving um those random encounters that you rolled up a storyline which is a yeah. way to do it or you can create the storyline from the beginning and make it so that that's how you know the the travel will go at least in concept right yeah. because it now, I won't go exactly that same way it depends this will depend on how the dm is actually running the story of the campaign yeah this works excellently if it's a more sandboxy game yeah. but if you have a more story driven campaign this might wind up becoming very taxing to the dm because not only are they building the story and the towns and all that now they have to turn each travel session into an actual adventure mm. so it just it's a bit more it's just more work yeah so they can absolutely do it. I'm not saying don't do it, but yeah, it can yeah. wind up just becoming taxing. Yeah, yeah. Because you only have good. so much brain power. Yeah, and um, in in that kind of... If you're going to be doing this, uh, if you want to reduce that, then reduce the amount of travel that you have to work with. Yeah, exactly. Only give some things this kind of travel aspect, where some things it's like you don't have to worry about anything. They just get to the place. Um, mm. You know, just... Moderation, really, is, yeah. is what I would stress. Um, play college ball, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's right, play college ball. Uh, a dragon flies overhead and the party either demonstrates dis discretion or has a learning experience. Mmm! Mm. A fucking fatal one, mm -hmm. potentially. Most likely. 
Later that day, they're ambushed by three bandits. If they decide to question them, they might find out that the bandit camp is a half day's travel ahead, just past a stone bridge. That might determine whether or not they're surprised when they cross paths with the whole bandit encampment on their final day of travel. If they helped the merchant, maybe he'll give them a discount at his store in the next town. By go. taking care of the bandit problem, they have curried favor with the local leader. Basically, the events of this journey have affected the rest of the game. You have yeah, that's the thing. If 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 you want to make anything mean anything, just make it so that it has consequence, no matter yeah. what, right? Like it could be a good small one. Bad. It could be a, a a yeah. It could be good. It could be bad. It could be major. Like it really, it just needs to mean something because yeah. at the end of the day you know they're going through this world and they're doing whatever they're doing and if they don't see any change because of that and there was no point then yeah there was no point like why are they there right um so it's really just add add consequences to the actions of your party that's yeah. really it um if you roll that random encounter table and then you get like uh, let's let's use the the river river lizard folk why not? Hmm. Um, they encounter the rivered lizard folk. Okay, so they could fight them, or they could talk to them, or they could just ignore them, right? Um, now, why are the lizard folk, yeah, river lizard folk here? Why are they living on the riverside? Well, yeah. is it because... And are they hostile or not? Yeah, is it because um, maybe they are hostile because every other race, you know, treats them poorly and, and casts them out to this point? Or are they more friendly because they're trying to get over that image of, like, being that, like, the, oh, God, lizard people. Ah, right? Yeah. Um, or, like, or do they have this thing where everybody attacks them on sight? Yeah. Or do they have this thing where um, they're just very, uh, well, they've been wounded in the past. Right, exactly. You shit. have so many options to to make a story with just these random people, and then you can yeah. flesh out your world so much more because of that, right? Mm. And I think honestly, that's a good way to kind of figure out uh, things about your world while you're world building and and not just running a thing. If you just roll mm. a random encounter and then look at it and really try to figure out how that would play out and why it would play out, right? Mm. Um, depending on the situation that they're in, like. If they're traveling from town to town, if there is a bandit encounter on the road, well, that means that there must be bandits. That means there must be more crime. That must mm -hmm. mean that there is some sort of underground or or even above just blatant banditry. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know. Um, no, no, no. There's, there must be something that means that these people are here for a reason. It, the reason could... Very well be just that they just want to steal shit because they're greedy. Sure, that's yeah. fine. But why? You know? Yeah. Is there a reason for that? Are they are they a weak group of bandits who is yeah. being like um, effectively uh, not blackmailed, but like forced into service by an actual like bandit yeah. king? Right. Yeah. Or is it is it a group of beggars who are literally just being bandits to survive? Yeah. Right. Like. Is is there poverty that that that's that bad that they have been forced to do this, right? Yeah. Um. You can really and why really... will they just get a job? Right. Why? Solve <laughs> um, all their problems. I know. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. But weird. It, it can it can <laughs> very much help you get to that point of like, oh, okay. 
why you know like why yeah. the fuck is there a thieves guild is that why they're they're doing it? and some of them are are doing a highway robbery kind of thing just so that they can continue to to contribute to the guild um mm. the coffers you know like is that a thing yeah. and um, who knows maybe the thieves guild doesn't even like that maybe they're like yeah. oh, you're drawing too much attention exactly there's again so many possibilities you can go through and so much world building that you can make just from looking at these random travel encounters right and honestly it really feels like you know after going through that it feels like if you roll up a random encounter and it winds up being something like that Mm -hmm. where it could have that maybe just be like hey guys can you give me like 15 minutes while i or give me like five minutes while i kind of think about what's going on yeah here. yeah yeah why this is because i might be able to expand on this and make it a lot more interesting yeah. as we've always said taking your time with these things and like not being afraid to ask your players to have a second is something yeah. that you should kind of more familiarize yourself with and make more normalized because i know things take time but you're all here for a reason just to have fun and yeah and like having it be more well-crafted at least can be something that does or can add to more fun. Yeah. Um, so and I don't see why taking the time would be too bad. Yeah. And like, it's really kind of a, th- it's a thing that we see all the damn time with a lot of uh, YouTube D and D creators mm-hmm. where they're like, Oh man, you don't want to slow down the game for right. even a fucking second. Exactly. You got to keep going, 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 going when there's no real problem. As long as your group yeah. is okay with it, don't be afraid to say, "Hey, give me a second here. I yeah. need to. I need to think about this." Exactly. And like, if you can keep doing that fucking pace, then good for you, man. Yeah, that's that's, great. that's crazy. Right. But like, otherwise, you yeah, know, you should you should be able to say, "Okay, guys." Yeah. I mean, just give, give me, me one moment. I want to try to make this. Yeah. I want to. I want to do it. I got a thing. I want to tie this thing in. Do. You know, I don't want it to be meaningless. Yeah. Um. I'm sure Garibay knows how to make travel better, starting with traveling all over the world at least 20 times, each leaving no st- stone unturned. Yes. Mm. That's oh, right. Yeah. Um, Asaurian Arisen. Ah, Suras. Mm. Um, Armed oh, Rogues. <laughs> Armed Rogues, yes. Uh, they attack in quick succession. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You can determine their behavior as to why they're there and everything ah so much potential i love it i love it plenty of building blocks to work with when putting together this kind of travel quest here are a few things to consider if you're looking for inspiration environment how's the weather or the landscape Mm -hmm. are they hacking their way through a dense jungle following a well-traveled road navigating a series of confusing tunnels under a mountain npcs Mm -hmm. they might run into other travelers or locals who need help act as threats want to charge travelers a toll or have items or services for sale encounters random encounters might be boring but that doesn't mean that you can't have any encounters there are of course plenty of ways to tie combat with monsters beasts or other people into the story you're building Let's also remember that encounters don't just mean combat. Yeah, that's um, the other thing. Encounters and they're not can be... always just like blanket boring. I don't really yeah. like that. Yeah, it, so uh, that's the that's the and like I I understand again using it and because most people are like ah oh, yeah it's a random encounter Blah. it's right? boring um I get it but at the same time but it's it's this expansion of what an encounter means that we really need to like remember. Is, yeah, an encounter can be anything. It can be literally as she said, like 
the NPCs that you find who are just like people just there, you know? That is like, an encounter. It is an encounter. Anything that you encounter is an encounter. Is an encounter. So like you can <laughs> wow. go with, right. It's it, it's that simple, right? Yeah. Um but it is one of those things where it's like just because combat encounters are the most common doesn't mm-hmm. mean that they're the only one. Um so they're- like well, I was going to say, so, like, uh, you could create puzzles, right, mm-hmm. um, that they can get past um, or or interact with, I guess, in general, if they want to. Um, mm-hmm. Like, if you do a ruin or something, having puzzles in there. Or if it's um, a traveling merchant who wants to test his latest um, <laughs> kind of, I don't know, puzzle box with them. I don't ah, know. okay. Uh-huh. You know, s- something. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I wanted to do, and I probably, well, I'll do it once we get to the other areas of the material world and my yeah. world, but uh, I actually referenced it in the last sessions of Devils and Dice where uh, I was talking about the place called Aba Asa Gardens. Yes. And that's a place way, way, way on the far northeastern side of the continent, and it's a massive jungle. Oh, uh, yeah. And the thing that I wanted to do, and I'm going to do, in that jungle is... um. It's not really just a jungle, it's more a rainforest. Right. And there are these trees that have these really, really, really big leaves. And when it rains there, which is all the fucking time, the leaves get weighed down by the rain, and they kind of form, uh, they naturally form kind of like a, a funnel. Okay. Or not a funnel, but like kind of like a spout, where all the water gets, it, it becomes just one stream and it pours into one spot, basically. Okay, yeah. And so, since it rains there all the time, and these big fucking leaves do that to the water, mm-hmm. um, from about, like, 30 to 40 to 50 feet up, that water gains a little bit of, you know, strength to it, and weight to it. So, what happens is, when it rains, the water pours down in this, like, uh, perfect little, you know, uh, stream, there we go, and it kind of sort of digs into the ground over time because, you know, it's like loamy soil. Mm-hmm. And so in the over the course of like weeks and days and months of rain, this water winds up digging like massive fucking holes in the ground that wind up getting covered by like pond scum and like dead leaves. Yeah. And so as you're walking through this place, you have these huge deep pools that are like maybe three feet around. Mm -hmm. And so as you're walking through this jungle, you got to be careful and you got to make like spot checks and survival checks. Otherwise you keep falling in this fucking water and it'll slow you down. Okay. Yeah. 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 So this whole time you're effectively trying to avoid like non-lethal quicksand. Yeah. Yeah. And it just makes it harder to get through. And who knows what the fuck lives in those things. Right. Exactly. Yeah. There could be snakes. There could be monsters. Predators that use it to get prey because they fall in. Yeah. That Mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. And so that's another way to Mm -hmm. do it. When you have a, one thing that I pride myself on in my uh, my world building and the just the worlds that I make mm. and the things that I write is I really, really try to make plausible ecologies. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Plausible ecologies with fantasy elements. Mm-hmm. And so I try to make things make, most of the time, a lot of physical sense yeah, yeah, as well yeah. as logical sense. Yeah. And that's just kind of a result of that. 
Yeah, which is cool. Yeah. It's that the thing with that steam weed that I was talking before. It, oh, the, yeah. Yeah, it exudes heat, it melts the snow, and it's able to effectively water itself. And that's yeah. why it lives in cold places. Because then it doesn't need to worry about the rain. It just gets water by melting snow. Yeah. So that's a really good way to make travel interesting because if you have these places with these realistic ecologies that are very outside the norm for the real world but it's makes just enough sense to where it's like oh that that's how it works that makes a lot of sense mm -hmm. then it makes it a lot more compelling in at least in my opinion yeah 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 um, anyway sorry no you're good you're absolutely fine um Ooh. I would just ask one of my copper dragons I play board games on the weekends for a ride to the place I need to go. Fair enough, mm -hmm. yeah. There you go. Uh, you encounter Swanky Kong. Test your skill with minigames? Fuck, yeah. mm. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Gotta beat him in a surfing contest. <laughs> Hell yeah. And he gives you a coconut gun if you win. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fucking great, actually, dude. Oh my god, I'd be about it. Fuck, I'm gonna put that in my jungle now. <laughs> There's gonna be a monkey that just sells you a fucking coconut gun. Yeah, yeah. And it only shoots coconuts, so good luck finding ammo. But it'll do good damage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Locations. Ancient ruins, buildings, and their occupants. Natural areas like waterfalls or cliffs or marshes. Maybe they'll find abandoned campsites from previous travelers. Choices. It's always boring to have no agency, so consider that your players might make choices that take them down different routes. Whether that means a classic fork in the road or something more subtle that changes the way the journey goes for them. Just like with any quest, create a narrative arc. And if you're worried that you're going to have to run travel on the fly, this is totally something you can do in advance. The bandit example that we just went through could basically be dropped in between any two towns or cities. This is why I'm talking about rolling on the tables and just figuring out why the fuck they're there. There you go. Yeah. Fuck me. Why do I say things before people say them? <laughs> Brainstorming Same a few brain. little side yeah. quests that can happen during travel isn't that much more work than prepping your own encounter table, but it's going to be way more fun and feel much more intentional to your players. By the way, are you actually prepared for your players to travel? Have you created your whole world, and do you have that information organized and accessible? Today's yep. sponsor, World Anvil, makes that easy. Ah, there you go. That's a nice segue. Okay, that's, that's a, a good, good segue. Good segue. Good segue. Good segue. Yeah and world builders of any kind. You can document and organize information from maps to articles, stat blocks to historical timelines, and even run sessions. It is true. It's very, like, I'm not, we're not sponsored, but uh, World Anvil That's has a shit. lot of, yeah, it has a lot of good stuff there. Um, I tried to do, it overwhelmed me, but, you know, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I work better on, off my notepad, basically. <laughs> mm. uh, but, like, there's a lot there if you like organization, so. Yeah through the website. Check it out. I just wanted to tell you I am obsessed with your new auto linker. Automatically scanning for relevant keywords and adding links to related articles? Genius. It saves me so much time. I swear you guys are like tech wizards. Wizards? Who told you that? There are no wizards, it's a website. It uses technology. <laughs> okay, whatever you say. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's north of my main continent again? I know I wrote something down, but I can't remember what it was. The okay, Scarlet Archipelago. Your NPC Sojoral was born on the largest island, Ashonia. Thanks. What language do they speak in the Bone Valley? Bonies. Mmm. Please. It has a northern Fuck. and a southern dialect. Oh, Osseus. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Uh, I like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, Damn yeah. it! I was hoping it was gonna be bonies though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, these are good ads. I like this yeah. ad. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, it's good. It was it was very well segued into, and then yeah. we have a nice little skit that's a little it's a little humorous. I like it. You know, yeah. it's not boring, and, and it's not fucking boring or annoying. Yeah, thank you. God, yeah, good, good job. Good job, Jenny. This is why I like it when we cover your videos. Even if there's yeah. contentions, I can look can't forward we, to good things. I can't regardless. we do that more? <laughs> if we, we did that so much, there would more. only be good. <laughs> I know. Not allowed. That would just be us saying yes. Yes, exactly. Yes. Right. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> also, Dark Sun campaign setting has a lot of potential for interesting scenery. Yeah. From what I know of Dark Sun, yeah. Mm. It's very cool. Did the King of Averos get assassinated before or after? Hello? Huh. It's taking a really long time to load all of a sudden. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. That's good shit. All right. And on a coffee break. <laughs> you, yeah. Hey. Hey. Shit. You know what? Hey. Yeah. Very good. It's a great ad. Fuck. It's oh a, it's a clever way to do that. Shit. Yeah. And like, it, it's a lot of time out of your video to be fair, but you, you know, it's fine. But, I, yeah, I enjoy it. It's entertaining it. enough to where yeah. I don't mind. Exactly. See, it's fucking make ads like this, people. Fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> Having some kind of server problem. If you want to see World Anvil in action, check out the link in the description. You can create a basic account for free or use the code Ginny to get 40% off any annual membership. And there are no wizards. Trust me, none. Oh, okay. So you're trying to spice up your travel through a wintry tundra and you have the players roll to see if they catch a cold. Cool. Your what? players each roll a die. There is a result. Maybe you even do it multiple times. Are we having fun yet? Calling for a roll might seem like something to do while traveling, but it often doesn't lead to any real engagement. Depends on the roll. Yeah, it depends on the situations and the role, right? We were already talking about how um, making, you know, choices matters, and if this is part of a choice or something, then it can, like, if we're, if we are specifically only talking about making roles for roles' sake, then yeah, absolutely. Then yeah, that's, that's not just, good. That's just, that's already in the baked-in roles for roles' sake, right? Yeah. Um, I... The the cold, you know, rolling for a cold, sure, I can see, like, you know, 10-year-old first-time DM going, or really just first-time DM going, okay, I want to get some realism in my game. Roll for yeah. a cold, right? Yeah. Um, but that's something that kind of gets ironed out with experience, I would say. Yeah. Um, because it, it, what does it matter? <laughs> at yeah, the end not of the to day? mention cold weather doesn't just cause colds, but anyway. No, it's true. Uh, but um, if... Uh, if you are running something more like t let's even take this example if you're running something more gritty more realistic mm -hmm. and yeah. something like that could really affect your character say right so you yeah. get an illness like a cold and it's it's mild but it does take away your like accuracy so yeah. you get a minus two to roll then if you get a if, minus two to your smell check because your fucking yeah. nose is stopped up. yeah exactly your perception is hampered because of it right so then you have a reason as to why you would do that and then you have the reason as to why um, it actually matters that a cold would be part of your game. Um, yeah. But 
yeah, if you're just doing it for for no fucking reason, eh, it's yeah, just like because uh, then if it if it's for no reason, then now you're making rolling less special. Yes. If it's for a reason and you're making and you're calling for too many rolls, you're increasing their overall chance of failure. Yes, 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 yes. Um, Icewind Dale also has good potential for scenery. Yeah, I'm sure it does. Nobody <laughs> looked into the book. Remember, <laughs> that's the one that didn't sell. I'm pretty sure, right? And that's the no, one that you bought, or which was the no, one no, that no. you bought? Oh, so, Sorry. Sword Coast. It's Sword Coast, that's right. Um, yeah, no, yeah. am I thinking of um, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden? That was the one that nobody bought, I think? Oh. It's one of the two. I don't remember. Anyway. Somebody can correct me, please. Was the rhyme well written? I'm, I don't da, da, fucking know. Da, 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 da. <laughs> oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Sorry. Anyway. Players come upon a river and roll athletics to cross it. Players need to make camp and roll perception to find a good spot. Players roll survival to see if they find their way, and maybe they roll poorly and the journey takes an extra day. Great work! In trying to make your journey interesting, you have only made it longer. When you find yourself wanting to do one yeah, of these- if, if you're doing- like we said, if you're doing them just for like, menial things, Yeah. You know, it, it can be- That's why- annoying. That's why there are like- just base stats and mm -hmm. st and stuff like that. Like a the, lot the of passive perception thing and everything, right? Well, what I was gonna say, a lot of skill based games have it where, for example, in Call of Cthulhu, mm -hmm. every single adult character starts out with a twenty drive auto. Oh which yeah, is literally true. just the ability to drive a car. Very true. Yep. Unless you are doing something that actually would require some sort of expertise or some sort of you know effort. Yes. You can just drive. Yes. Exactly. This is where I, I would then say for, for our D&D example then, um, the proficiency. Every time yes. when somebody has a proficiency in something like survival, let's say, um, then in the wild, if you just want to find a good spot to camp that isn't too taxing to find, right? In a situation that isn't too... T like, let's say it's it's not... Like, the two scenarios would be it's a sunny day um, and they're going through and then it gets to be night and it's clear and fine and it doesn't take that much time to get to a campsite. So in that case, you can find one pretty easily with your friend who's got that proficiency. Um yeah. even if you didn't really to be fair. Um yeah. but in a fucking gale uh that's like, you know, 20 miles per hour wind, the rain is coming down, it's hard to see through, um all that kind of stuff. Then I would have you roll because then it's like, oh, we have like many factors here that are preventing yeah. you from finding something very easily, right? Yeah. So something like now that. Now you actually like, have yeah. to use some effort. Right, and it makes sense. Yeah. Single role challenges. Think about how you can turn that one role into an experience, something your players get to actually do. Let me give you some examples. Okay, so it's freezing out. Instead of rolling a con save to see if you catch cold, maybe players have to decide between taking shelter earlier than planned to get out of the weather or pushing forward anyway. They find a good place to take shelter, but there are other creatures already there, trying to keep out of the storm. Perhaps they have to decide between lighting a fire, which draws attention, or rolling progressive con checks and maybe taking a point of exhaustion from the cold. If they decide okay. to push on, they might face a series of challenges in navigating through a snowstorm, conserving heat, fighting winter monsters in low visibility and difficult terrain. These mm -hmm. kinds of experiences encourage players to creatively problem solve. So this I is a great agree. Opportunity to um, I agree, but... Now I have to point back to when you were talking about things taking longer because <laughs> you you were talking yeah. about that, um, and that was kind of the problem. That was part of the problem that you had with the fact that they were rolling and and all this kind of stuff. So while I agree that this makes it more interesting, 
And that's cool, and that can make it more fun and make it not feel like it's taking very long and make your session go by very fast. Sure, hmm. that's fine. But you also have it, the, the problem where you might have these things take a bit too long. Yeah. So, uh, like, we're solving one problem. Even when people are on the fucking correct path, they will find a way to take yeah. fucking forever. Yeah. Trust me, I fucking know. Yes, hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, no, I have no issue. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, I know. That's the best part. Um, yeah. But, like, <laughs> legitimately, um, if, if anybody, like, the, we're solving a problem, but we are still, like, having another problem that's still there. And yeah. I don't know if we'll get to that. We might. Um, but it, it's one of the, it's again, it's one of those things of if this is overall like trying to make travel itself the quest, if, but this is a different section, so I don't think it, it's supposed to be. But if no. we want to look at it as this is still a part of that, then that's fine, right? Yeah. Um, you're devoting this, this session to traveling because you have some stuff that's interesting that's planned and yeah. it, it's something to go through, um, that isn't just pointless, right? Cool. Uh, there's no problem with that. But if we want to look at it from the aspect of trying to make it take less time and, and be less boring in that respect, because no matter what, if it does take a long time, it will still take a long time and could potentially bore somebody because of that, um, then we're still in that issue. We still need to figure out that issue. And again, that's something that it depends on your table, right? Yeah. If taking that time is something that's a problem, then you're probably not going to be doing this stuff as much. Mm. Just how it is, right? Yes. It's just interesting to to get to the like this is the solution, but again, it still but takes it still time. causes the problem from before that we're yeah. trying to solve. <laughs> yeah, even though I like it, it's still yeah. it's still technically an issue. Technically, yeah. Depending on the page from Matt Colville or Matt Mercer's book, you know the DMs. The dungeon mats and introduce a skill uh, challenge. Uh, Matt Mercer uses a skill challenge in Critical Role Campaign Two when the party is making their way through the forest to find the hag. It's a perfect example. Oh my god! I hope nobody uh, hasn't seen it. What a hag? What's a hag? No, I just I don't know. No, I don't know spoilers. What, right, I was gonna say I don't know if anybody yeah, even cares yeah. about spoilers. So how long about... has that campaign been out? There's already fucking animatics. They're made in. About they're that in speed. the third campaign right now. So yeah, I think we're fine. I know. I'm just saying. I don't know. Oh, I know. <laughs> Don't be like Brogan, who's like, oh man, you no, can't I don't talk get... about something until it's 20 years after the... Yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah, don't. No, I'm just saying for those people who are out there who didn't know, I guess. Yeah. Um, that's a thing. ...of how to make travel through the wilderness into a way more interactive experience than just rolling for survival. Okay. Uh, oh, uh, uh, oh uh, I thought we were going to talk about something from, from Colville as well. Uh, nope. Okay. Um... But yeah, skill challenges, they're they're cool. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> we, we've gone over the, them before. They're, they're neat. Yeah, they're um, pretty good. Use okay. <laughs> Prompt roleplay moments. Here we go. Mm. Oh, I said, yeah. Roleplay oh, this... now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You poke Make them until they, until they roleplay. Yeah. <laughs> Travel doesn't have to be dangerous to be interesting either. True. It can also be a great opportunity to get to know fellow party members through roleplay. Of course, as a DM, you can't force your players to roleplay amongst themselves, but there are yes, you things can. you can do to encourage them. <laughs> Don't give me that. <laughs> well, you you absolutely can just be like, hey, fucking roleplay, talk, <laughs> do something. Why are you fuckers dance, talking monkey, to Dance, monkey, dance. <laughs> dance for my amusement. Speak to this imaginary person for my amusement. <laughs> You're breaking my immersion. <laughs> Why aren't you guys talking? <laughs> yeah, this is <coughs> excuse me. This is something that's um 
that we had a little bit of an issue with um sometimes in our first campaign that we were doing for wednesday group um oh okay a little bit it, it was just one of those things where during travel we had a lot of travel that happened and the travel did kind of become the adventure um okay after a while because we we took a long and then after so much of it yeah (laughs) well we took about a year to get through uh (gasps) you know a a week i think it was maybe less than that of travel yeah we we took our time because you you don't understand it was great actually like i really liked it 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 was uh, you know we had a lot of good character stuff come up and there was some interesting science stuff like it was good um but But our dm our dm afterwards was like yeah i'm i'm not gonna let that i'm not gonna do that again (laughs) that's honestly fair yeah (laughs) it was great it was super fun and i had no issue with it um (laughs) there were like 20 loot bugs all in the same spot they all make the oh nice (laughs) (laughs) um but uh so but during the travel stuff um it was one of those things where uh role-playing like talking to each other it was something that was um less frequent um Mm. one because we were uh the group was a little bit less experienced um Mm. with it to a degree um some of them were better at it than others excuse me goodness um But, uh, you know, on occasion, I would I would try to do things, you know, in character and stuff. But a lot of the time, it just felt like we wanted to get going, right? Yeah. Um, especially because the, the travel took so long. Um, <laughs> and, like, our, our, our DM would prompt us every now and again to be like, okay, uh, so we're going through, no, we're going through the, you know, you're on the, on the road, in the carts and stuff. Um, would anybody like to do anything, or do we want to progress? Mm-hmm it's as simple as that right yeah it's kind of um, like how i do it's like are we ready to for time to pass exactly right um so and most of the time there was nothing uh, unless yeah. i had something to say because Aww. i i had a lot of a lot of things that i wanted to do with my good old gimbal uh <laughs> he was he was a great man i miss him so yep. i he's yep. not dead or anything so i could play him again at some point mm. i love that hey, man and even if he was dead you can just be like even oh, if he was dead <laughs> No, I really like him. Um, so, but um, all, occasionally we had other people that would also do some in-character stuff, and it was good. It was good times. Yeah. But it, it was definitely one of those things where most of the time, it's just like, let's just get let's to the next go. thing. Let's just get to the next thing. Yeah. Nobody has anything to say to each other. They just want to go to the next <laughs> thing. Yikes. <laughs> well, yeah. Happens, it's fair. Things. I mean, sometimes, you know, you don't want to talk to anybody. You're fine. Yeah. For example, you can put items or places Mm, into your player's path that are ripe for roleplay moments. Maybe they make camp right beside a natural hot spring where players can relax, open up, and maybe get their flirt on if you run that kind of game. Maybe they stumble across a cache of liquor that has clearly been abandoned here for years. That's not that's not how I would do that. If it's fucking if they find a hot spring, they're gonna have to fucking hang out with the monkeys, man. Oh hell yeah. Hot spring monkeys. Yeah. I've always kinda wanted to do that, honestly. Yeah. There, okay. It's gonna be a bunch of rock baboons. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta fucking dodge a hail of rocks. Ah! <laughs> I just wanted to take a little hot spring. No, <laughs> 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 fucking great. 
Oh, man. Strange ring of trees that gives them all terrible nightmares. Anything that you think will get people talking. If they need a little more prompting, social encounters can also be a great way to encourage roleplay. They can meet locals or fellow travelers who ask them questions, give them information, or treat them kindly or poorly. Imagine your players meet a fortune teller on the road. She asks to share their campfire and gives a reading to any interested party member. This can get them thinking about their personal quest lines and mm -hmm. talking about their backstories and goals. Fortune tellers and such are a very good way to get players to, like, do something. Mm -hmm. Like, oh my god. It's so, yeah. it's so useful to, it's a, it's a window into the DM's world in a way. Mm, especially know? if you have, um, especially if you happen to own, like, tarot decks. Yes, yep. Yeah, because I, I, have... I know that actually, um, if I remember correctly, I think uh, Wizards of the Coast released a special yes. kind of tarot deck I have... specifically to be used with the uh, Curse of Strahd campaign. Yes, I have it. It's the Taroka deck. Yes, um, that's it. Yeah, it's it's specifically for when you're supposed to go and see um, Madam Ava, um, ah. and she gives you this reading, and it determines like the... You can either determine it beforehand, but I think that if I were to run it another time, I would do it there and have things go based off of what I get on that, like, when it comes about, right? Because it determines um, the future of like the game. Like where items spawn, right? Yeah, it determines a bunch of shit, which is very cool. Yeah. I like it a lot. I liked it back in the old one. I did it for um, for Expedition to Castle Ravenloft for 3.5. It was, it was the same kind of thing. Um, nice. And uh, for that one, it does it too, so... It's a really cool mechanic. Um, mm. But yeah, in general, like, man, so good to, to use because then you get them going, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. Uh, or you give them little hints to towards their goals and then they go, oh, I want to go there. You know, mm -hmm. it's great. It's really good. Who wants a reading and who scoffs at it? Why? Do players take these readings seriously or are they skeptical? Mm. This is also a fun chance as a DM to plant clues that don't necessarily have to be true. If that yeah. doesn't spark conversation between characters, I don't know what will. Or a traveling merchant can introduce fun, interesting new items or weapons. In mm. one of my home games, our party crossed paths with a traveling salesman called Dr. Alabaster. He sold us healing potions that we weren't 100% sure would actually work like a regular healing potion. Negotiating with him, trying to insight check him to see if he was conning us, and then later taking a risk downing that potion during combat was all really fun and memorable. Depending on how players treat the people they encounter on their journey, you can introduce NPCs that will come up in the game later. Helping someone in need might benefit them down the road if this person has power or has influence over someone with power. Harming someone might come back to bite them. Or the opposite could be true. Helping somebody yeah. could harm them in the future, right? Because yeah. they helped a fugitive or something, right? Mm -hmm. um, depending on if they get found out or not, right? Yeah, and then the the person that they harm might have also been uh, that fugitive. It's right. like, oh, yeah. well, fucking... Bounty collect. Sucks, sucks to suck. Right. Um, there's, again, this is the best part about D&D. Many possibilities in role-playing in general, mm -hmm. to be fair. And an innocent campfire conversation with a stranger might end up giving them important information for a future quest. Mm -hmm. I know I keep referencing Lord of the Rings, but come on, take a page from Two Towers and give your players a golem to bounce off of. Sure. Yeah, why not? Hey, there you go. You can skip it. If you yep. heard those three tips and it sounded like a lot of work, that's fine. You don't actually have to make travel interesting. <laughs> As Matt Colville rightfully says in ah. his video about travel, unless you think that traveling through the wilderness is going to advance the plot, <laughs> I am giving you permission to just skip it. Yeah, 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 yeah that, right. is, that is a direct quote from him. I actually yeah, do that remember that. That is fucking what he would say, wasn't is, it? <laughs> I, I think I do remember that video. I think I watched that video. 
It's yeah. a funny thing where he's giving you permission. Like, I get it because it's one of those things where people look to the video maker to, like, give them the answers, right? Yeah. So, it makes sense, but yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. If none of this sounds fun for you, or if you don't have any bright ideas for tying your journey into a story, you're allowed to just not do it. Yeah. Maybe roll to have players determine if their journey goes smoothly or not, and include consequences, like taking longer, using up more rations, etc. Mm. But you don't have to roleplay every day of travel if you don't think it'll add to your game. Every table is different, and some tables might prefer go. to fast travel and get to the good stuff. But if you, like me, were way too strongly influenced by epic fantasy journeys in books and movies, and really want to have some travel moments, I hope this will help you avoid those draggy, boring sessions that are occasionally broken up by a random and inconsequential fight. I don't know about you, but boring my players is like my number one biggest fear as a DM. If that's you too, yeah. then you should definitely watch my video about fixing boring D&D combat next. Mm. I walk through four steps to keeping combat moving, retaining your players' attention, and making each combat feel unique and narratively driven. What do you think is your biggest weakness as a DM? I would love to hear it in the comments. Oh my god. Hmm. Good video. Yep. That's another good one. Yep. Thank you, Ginny. Hmm. You are one of the best D&D slash role-playing content creators, I think, on the yeah. platform. <laughs> Legitimately. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's always good shit. Yeah. Uh, even when I have contentions, it's not so, like, major that I'm like, ah, oh, what a bad take. I'm yeah, just like, no. eh, don't know about that. Yeah. But, yeah. Good stuff. Um, cool. Yeah. So, ultimately, uh, as we were talking about before, travel is difficult. Yes. And it kind of varies depending on the mood, I guess, really, and your table, mm -hmm. and just all the factors, right? Yeah. Like, fucking... It's it's one of those things where there's no right way to do it. There's just the right way for your table. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> title pretty was, much all there is to it, right? Yeah, title was pretty good, you know. Um, yeah. It, it all works. It all works. Yep. It Ginny just had, works. It just works. Ginny had the best video. That is true. Yeah. Well, what about our video? What about this? What? No, 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 no. No, you think people come here because they like it? Oh my god. Well, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> it's not that good. Uh, internet's getting slow for no reason. Well, Lux, don't worry because we're we're gonna be ending it off here. In fact, soon. So yeah, you're not gonna have to worry about it too much longer. Um, in fact, I mean that's it, right? Like that's yeah, that's, that's the topics today, gentlemen. Yeah, they're um, fucking and not enraging this chat? time. Yes, it's good oh, to God, it's good to not rage on on occasion. Yeah, because like one of the things that I was I wanted to say uh, before we started was like, let's do uh, we should do an episode on like our favorite monsters, oh. and that's it. Yeah, we could do that at some point. Absolutely. Just in talking about the shit that we like in the sure. monsters, sure, whether sure. it be in the monster manual or other third party books. And okay. hell, it could be, doesn't have to be about D&D &D monsters. It could be Call of Cthulhu. It could be sure, fucking yeah. Conan or uh, Traveler or something. Yeah, it could be a bunch of different things. Yeah. Absolutely. We could do that in the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, <laughs> I like it. Oh, thank you, Timothy. I like the channel. Oh, it's good. Oh. <laughs> Copper dragons for life. Very good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Honestly, we can go subcategory like categories by categories. You know, like yeah. Like, what's your favorite dragon? What's your favorite draconic alpha? Yeah. Draconic enemy. What's your favorite? Yeah. A mon a monstrosity. What's your favorite aberration? It is. It is one of those things that I would have to go back and look at a lot of things. Yeah, I just whip out the monster manual and be like, "Oh man, this thing is super cool!" Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. And that's the whole video, <laughs> right? Yeah, we could talk about maybe like how we'd use them in different ways and such, right? Mm -hmm. huh. Yeah, actually, that'd be kind of neat. Yeah, it'd um, be fun. Yeah. So talk about monsters that are slept on, others that are overused. That is true. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, that being said, I guess we'll go to comments. Yeah. So, let me get those up here. There they go. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. I haven't had water in too long, and I need it. But I will get it after. <laughs> Stay okay. hydrated, folks. Yes, do so. Please, don't be like me. Um, so, this was uh, on last week's episode. Uh, major issue in discussing D&D. &D. Mm. Uh, question mark. Uh... August says, <clears throat> Honestly, both videos feel like non-issues based on very vague topics. Gotta watch out for those, fellas. When it comes to play your roles video, I'm not entirely sure what the point he was trying to make, uh, except making a PSA to play systems other than D&D. Fight the mm. power, defeat the monopoly that is D&D. Mm. Um, I feel like they weren't, like, they were vague, but they at least had like we had stuff to say about how they were vague um and we had yeah. stuff to say on the topics at least so i think that was fine um it's just one of those things where when you encounter those kinds of videos i always wonder why the reception is usually like mostly positive yeah because i'm always confused because i'm like what are we trying to do here i and then at like the end i'm like okay i get yeah, it like, this was like, I understand what you were doing now, but this is still, like, so yeah. barely even worth doing at all. Yeah, it's one of those things where I think it just, those videos both needed a little tightening up, and plus the the um, the um titling needs to be different, I think, just mm. to give me a better idea of what I'm supposed to be getting out of it, because the Coville one was literally, let's understand each other better uh, before we talk. And yeah, like, and what the adventure is, and does this, yeah. Right, yeah, there's a, like, just in general, understand other people before you talk to them, which I'm like, uh, yeah, but, thanks. If I, but if I talk to them, I could understand them better first. Like, I get that there could be an argument, but we could still get through to that point. It just depends on if somebody is unreasonable or not, right? Yeah. Um, and at that point, it's like, well, you've you figured out that they're unreasonable, so yeah. I guess we just stop talking, because I don't care. Mm. <laughs> um or or whatever but you know it's it, it again people have yeah. different views on these things um and then the uh player role video yeah it was advocating for play other systems than D D, but it was doing it in such a way that i was yeah like, it's such a roundabout way I'm just that's over like, here like jay oh my god oh hey yeah. aiden hey you got aiden, here for the comments ready section. for the beginning of the podcast <laughs> uh so i straight up passed out yeah, uh -huh. I figured. Yeah, you sound like it. Yeah. Um, so I'm probably going to call out tonight and sleep. <laughs> okay. 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 So, Good to um, know. Good to know. Yep. I I literally like woke up in a panic 
and was like, shit, I bet they started by now. I haven't heard anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, don't worry. We've gone so two and a half yeah, hours. No, we're already gone. Yeah. You missed the whole thing. Yep. You're God, you absolute fuck. You're in you're we're in the <laughs> comments right. part, so Yep. Alright, cool. What a bastard. <laughs> Have a good evening, boy. Yeah, you too. Yep. Good, good night's sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Timothy. I didn't tell him that you said hello. Oh. I'm sure I'm sure that he would say hello back. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't asleep. He was a sleepy boy. I figured this as much. It's all good. Yeah. Anyway. Um. So yeah, that was that. Uh, Timothy then says on that same episode, "Hello, everyone." Hello. <laughs> Excuse me. Hello. So not really much to say on the topic. The issues, or the issues, sounded more like nitpicks than anything. But of course, that's just me. Uh, I feel like homebrewing and talking things out with the people at the table can smooth issues out in most cases in TTRPGs, not just D&D. Mm. Anyways, I had a good time roasting the videos, however, <laughs> and mm. gaming stream as well. Have a nice day. Well, thank you. Yes. Uh, yeah, basically, at that point, it's like ooh, trying to extrapolate, extrapolate and, and talk about things that they're trying to say is more interesting than, like, what they're what saying they actually said yeah and uh, like <laughs> yeah. trying to figure it out can be its own fun um yeah. once we get to the point of like getting to our points on the topics that we think they're going to i mean there's still <laughs> yeah. something of value there right um yeah there always is to because it continues the the conversation mm-hmm. um whether or not it's the correct conversation really i mean it depends right mm-hmm. yeah but like at that point it's like well if you're if you're not making it clear enough, I think any conversation that we have could be potentially correct. Yeah. Anyway. Uh and then Lux with a very long one, as far as I remember here. Mm. On the same video. Here we go. <clears throat> In the first video, one line that really rubbed me the wrong way was the one about video game players arguing over which boss in Elden Ring is overpowered. Yeah, like, don't worry, I mean, we didn't like yeah. that either. Like what? <laughs> Look again at the sen- that sentence. Which boss in Elden Ring is overpowered? All of them. Uh, <laughs> and that's the point. Yeah, well, some of them are better than others, to be fair. There are, yeah, there are things that you can cite. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, he could not have picked a worse combination of concepts to make a her-her video games comment out of. Yes, I agree with that. Mm. I know it's a gibberish line that the audience is supposed to blankly nod at and glaze over, but I really want to lay the sheer mindlessness of it out right here. I mean, yeah, I'm genuinely it. angry about it. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, my God, he got Wax angry. Here Shit. we go, here we go, here we go. So, yes, there is apparently one overpowered boss in Elden Ring, and people on the internet argue over which one that is. How a boss can be overpowered in a game that's meant to be painfully difficult, I don't know. Uh, or I don't know. I suppose if there were a boss that just couldn't be beaten without some form of cheating, that would qualify. But any com- competent publisher would iron something like that before uh, release. Iron it. Yeah, iron. iron it out before release. Yep, yep, yep. Short of that. A boss in Elden Ring being especially hard wouldn't exceed the overall expectation of the game's difficulty. Yeah. Yes. But generally, when people talk about something being overpowered, they're referring to something a player could take advantage of that somehow trivializes the difficulty of the game for them. For the most part, bosses don't provide an advantage to players. Bosses provide a challenge the player has to overcome. A boss isn't an item you equip or a spell you cast. It's an enemy you fight. 
I can generously assume that what Coville meant by overpowered in the, the context of a boss was something that was excessively difficult to defeat, but that's a jarring way to use that word. It still demonstrates a lack of understanding of the terminology he was throwing around. Um. So. I don't know. It was I just, don't. Yeah, I don't necessarily yeah, because, agree. Like when he says over a boss is overpowered, I know what he means. Like, yeah, I, I was able to infer exactly is, what he meant. Yeah, it, it makes entire sense to me as to what he's trying to say. Um, yeah. That a boss is too powerful. That's what it yeah. means. Overpowered. Yeah, that's just because overpowered is essentially just meaning too powerful yes so so it's it's i don't think there's any generous assumption that needs to be made i think it's just the automatic assumption that you make um yeah but i i with uh elden ring specifically all the bosses are very much in that same kind of challenging way um mm. if you want to talk about an item that's overpowered or a thing that you can use that's overpowered in that as far as i am aware are the um the ashes i think they are or whatever they are that are the summons that you can just spawn in um oh, not okay. the people like not summoning people in like other players but yeah, the like the like npc things that you can summon in those apparently trivialize the game super hard like they make everything ah. so much more easy um so they can kind of ruin your experience if you're trying to do it to a degree of like trying to better yourself against a boss instead of mm. making it so that you can just press something and then it helps you to such a degree that it could solo bosses and you could just sit oh there. My God. That was a thing, yeah. I don't know if wow. they fixed that by now, but that was a thing that happened where people could just solo bosses with some of these summon things. Um, yeah. So well, they weren't soloing it. It was the fucking summon solo. Right. It. Exactly. Like that's the Damn. point, right? Where it's like, oh, okay, so you know what Dark Souls is, right? <laughs> you you kind yeah. of cheapened the Souls experience that way, right? Yeah. Damn. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, internet doesn't want to work, so I'll just let the video load ahead for a while. See you next time, probably. Yeah, don't worry about it, Lux. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so anyway. <clears throat> yep. Even running with that definition, though, the context is that he was saying there are people who expect to be able to talk about D&D as if they were talking about which bosses in Elden Ring is overpowered. Well, guess what? Bosses, or more monsters in general in D&D, can be overpowered. Contextually, you could toss a monster at your players that would be unfairly difficult for them to overcome. Even in an absolute sense, a monster could be justifiably considered overpowered if it's more difficult for players to beat than what its CR would indicate. And this is something that DMs need to think about and maybe even discuss with other knowledgeable people so they don't make an unfortunate decision in their enemy placement. Mm. So basically... That was a throwaway line that I'm sure Koval thought of, thought nothing of, but it was a really bad one from my perspective. If the whole video was a tapestry, that was the badly frayed thread hanging out of it. <laughs> Fair enough. Other than that, however, I still think he had a point that was worth putting out there on the internet. It may seem like a no-brainer to any reasonable person, or even me, but my experience gives me no trouble believing that a lot of people out in internet land talk about what they perceive as problems with D&D as objective fact without understanding that different groups have different needs and preferences. I'm pretty sure that's just a fact of the internet, but at the very least, if someone who does think that way watches the video and has their mindset changed by it, then the video will have done some good. Yes, that's true. I agree with that. Um, it's just one of those things where the way he was talking about it, it seemed a little weird because yeah. like adding in tags and stuff to like again instead of just having a conversation just straight up and potentially just having an argument and then understanding because of it um he wanted to like make it so that everything was up front on the table somehow 
with mm-hmm. some sort of chart or something, right? Um, yeah. Which, sure, you could, but... But, I, man, do we I don't really know. need to be babied that much? Yeah, I don't know about that one. Um, I think we can figure out some shit for ourselves. It, yeah, it's one of those things where I agree with you, with you that, like, a lot of people out there are just seeing it as this way, that they're... they're objectively right that everything should be this way right mm. um and everything that's the fucking world now it's well, not just D&D. it's always been to be fair let's yeah. let's let's not mince words it's always been that way because humans are humans right um We're dumb as fuck that's right not uh, us, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm pretty stupid i just know i'm right uh, okay. <laughs> um so <laughs> uh but um yeah, it's just I, I feel like it's one of those things where he's appealing to a mindset that is um unnecessary, uh, in the sense of like needing to spell everything out in the beginning, right? Yeah. Because while it could be helpful, it's also one of those things where it's not gonna be the case all the time. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like it's one of those things that again I would rather talk to somebody and find things out than yeah. have to fill out a online profile to tell me everything about myself to somebody else before, you know, talking to them, I guess. Yeah. Um, Fucking I won't speak to you unless you're an IFFS oh, personality type. Yeah, sorry. I'm from a, the I'm, fucking woman I, created by a woman who had no training in fucking psychology. Is that true? Yep. The oh, person that created it was a uh, fucking um, the daughter of a farmer who had never had any sort of training in any sort of psychological or medical field. Interesting. Yep. Huh. Therefore, it is a completely meaningless test. Well, I would imagine that it was. It might not be anymore because they might have taken it and they might have actually. They may it. have improved upon to it. To be fair, but, let's let's yeah. leave that as a possibility because I don't care to research it right now. Yeah. Um, no, all I know is that I'm an INF. Or something. I don't fucking remember now. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Either. I don't know either. <sighs> well, mediator was the thing. I think it was or something. Mm. Uh, anyway, uh, other than that, however, I still think he had a point. Uh, oh, right, I read that. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, for the second video, sure, there are other RPGs out there, and they're worth considering. But if D and D is the game that a large majority of players want to play, then that's just how it is. Being popular isn't an anti-competitive practice. Hmm. Yeah. I see a lot of hand-wringing hand about D&D's large player base, but not a lot of reason to actually feel concerned. If those yeah. players are new to roleplay, then D&D is not detracting from other RPGs by bringing them in. These are people who would most likely never... W- who most likely never would have heard of Monster of the Week or Starfinder if D&D hadn't gotten onto their radar first. Hmm. They don't represent lost sales for D&D's competitors if they never would have looked at D&D's competitors in the first place. Yes, exactly. Um, I think that once people take an interest in D&D, they're going to naturally start to become aware that other RPGs exist. At the very least, there are numerous ways a person could bump into other RPGs while looking around for D&D-related material. So a video just saying that you should play other games doesn't really contribute much to the discussion. Yes. Uh, And I believe that's all there is for me to say about that one. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, I, the the whole like again, saying that there are other things is fine. It's just going yeah. into them and giving examples maybe would help. Like he talked about Monster of the Week only. 
um, yeah. a little bit. He didn't really mm. go too much into it to give you a lot of ideas as to what it does and like what's different about it with as opposed to D and D. Like he didn't even tell you that it's a D six based system. Like yeah. instead of just D twenty, like it's all D sixes, two D sixes. That's all you need to yeah. play Monster of the Week. Um, oh my god! Yeah, it's it's as simple as that. Like yeah. you're done, you're good, basically. I mean, you just need because, to cheat because you know it's really hard for RPG enthusiasts to find the other kinds of dice. Yeah, exactly. I don't really. I never understand those arguments. Like, oh man, all you need is like a D six and a D eight. Like, okay, I don't give a shit. I have all those. Right. It's not hard to get. I, I think it's just to, trying to appeal to people that don't want to have a bunch of dice or something. I don't. I, I like don't know. Dice, though. I yeah, not everybody does. We know this. Yeah, um, it's looking weird. Yeah, I know. Maybe <laughs> we should look into a video. It's like why you don't need much dice. Maybe, yeah, actually. Why you shouldn't buy other dice or something. Yeah, yeah. Only get one die set. It's like, oh, yeah, get oh my God. one, and that's it. That'd Fuck so you weird. if you don't. I, I doubt anybody would actually hold that as a position. Oh, I really God. doubt it. The, it's the internet. There is, and that's the worst part. <sighs> I, they're a clown person, okay? I don't know that they, I don't think they exist. <laughs> They do. No, don't at the end of the day, the they're di- just a clown person. Nice deniers. Come no, on. I will deny them. <laughs> I will deny that they exist. Deny the heretic. Yes. Deny the witch. Exactly. I can't be asked to give them the time of day because it's like I. That position is something that I just I don't I don't need to it engage with. I don't need to engage with it. I really don't. Yeah. Um. Anyway. But yeah. So, uh, if he had maybe gone into more than just monster of the week if he had talked about different like types of systems like skill based and um just pure role play based really or um i don't know it, it could be any any other kinds that it would have been it would have done so much more for the conversation that he was trying yeah. to do instead of saying D is a monopoly <laughs> and you shouldn't and you shouldn't support it, but maybe, buy D anyway, maybe, so that that maybe way you go, can learn what other else you want to play. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe buy D and D so you can figure out that you don't want to play D and D, but actually don't do that because <laughs> it's a monopoly. We don't like monopolies, <laughs> and it's like okay, uh, man. all right, you. I get what you're trying to do, but your messaging is poor. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. Bleh. At the end of the day. Bleh. Mm. <laughs> anyway. So, that's it. Yeah. That's everything. I, I think our work is done here. We did it. Week. Well, we are victorious. That's right. Uh, thank you again we to the w- patrons. That is uh, Draco Kraken, Mog Zero, Rick, a.k.a. Unit Rico, Slazer, Steely, Drake Cross, Chris, Frozen Spaghetti, Lux Serpent Eye, and our Tier 1. Of course, if you want to join it, uh, you can. It's in the description. <laughs> you don't have to, though. It is a thing. And, uh, yeah, um, and that's it. Yeah. If you've gotten to this point and you're brand new, give us never, <laughs> you, you got through all of this bullshit, uh, and you, you might want to listen to more of all, our bullshit, uh, consider, consider mm. subscribing. Oh yeah. I was going to say money. Well, no, 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 no. The free option. We, we tell them the free option. Hmm. <laughs> and then then we sucker them in with more it's like mobile games yeah that's right i show them the pictures of dice and then i go look we did this give mm. give us your money so you can have these yeah God damn and it. then after that 
It's a fucking paywall. <laughs> oh, Can't watch another video until the timer runs out. That's right. Yeah. But if you pay us a dollar, that timer will fucking get reduced <laughs> by like 40 seconds. Oh, what a so, horrible, uh... horrible thing. <laughs> God. What a horrible business model. Who would do that? Who would do Who that? Who could do such a thing? Who would do that and feel okay with it? Oh, my no God. No one. God. Anyway. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for watching. And uh, if you have anything you want to say, uh, say it in the comments. Uh, otherwise, I'm not your dad, and you don't have to do anything I tell you to. So, um, there's that. Yep. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Yep. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, and happy oh. Thanksgiving to those who are doing that. And if you're not, yeah. well, then I hope you have a good Thursday. <laughs> really? Forgot yeah. about that in the yeah. beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Get out of here. Mm.